Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Marine on a Do you think preparing and apparently octopus person recording this underwater? <laughs> my top hat. Oh. Another episode of the M4G podcast. Uh, <laughs> this episode three fifty seven. Three fifty seven. Magnum. October thirteenth, two thousand and fourteen. What's up? In the house, forgot games car. Greetings, programs. What's up, bitches? Yep. We got the wombat too. Well, there's a shark. <laughs> <laughs> we got Drew Taku. <laughs> it's there forever. Yeah. It's stuck. It, is, it is there forever. Uh, and we got John Doob. Yep. D Doob. Because we can't yep. we can never have K Doob anymore. So we just have no. D Is he alive still? Yeah. Yeah. He texted me last night. Not yeah, he did Phoenix good. down. Well, he's actually at. Is he at the football game today? I think he is. Because the Panthers are in town. Oh. So, yeah, he went to the Bengals game to see the Panthers play. So there you go. Anyway, let's talk about video games. Yeah. Are we getting into the Scott Stapp already? Man, who does not want to be into the Scott Stapp? Whoa. Apparently you. That sounded gross when I when it left my lips. Ew. Yep. Just hold me. Hold me. What's up, Grandpa's Call? To the night. What's up? What are you playing? Video games? BGO games. BGO? What's that yeah. stand for? It's it stands for uh games that you play on your video machine. Your acronym skills suck. I know. <laughs> <laughs> So yep. Well, um, am I allowed to talk about the uh, the review game that I'm doing? I don't fucking know. Is that game out? I got nothing oh. with it. It is just a fucking card. What is what is the name of the game? Tenkai Knights for 3DS. I don't see it on the upcoming games, so I'm assuming it's already out, right? It might be. I can't keep up with all this stuff. Tenkai Knights. So apparently based on a television show. Is it yep. Brave Battle? Is that the... Yes, yes. That thing came out last week. You're fine. Yeah, you're good. Okay, uh, played a little bit of that. Um, loaded it up. <clears throat> um, started playing it within... Changing what we do with video games. Within a few seconds, I was like, 
This game's garbage. Wow. <laughs> oh wow. I look forward to your review. This 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 game this game is complete and utter I'm crap. I'm so glad you made sure you weren't under embargo embargo before you said that. <laughs> yep. However, however, the reason why I thought this game was garbage is because I was like, man, the jumping is real crap. You know, crappy is it's like, a little uh, big planet. No, it's. <laughs> It's like you jump and you, you you do a jump and your jump goes like straight up and straight down. It's like you have uh, no control over the over the. Uh, you got no air motion. Yeah. However, games. however, after a few few more seconds, I realize I'm not controlling just right reg- regular characters. What I'm controlling Tinkernets. are mechs. Yeah, they're mechs. So this is this is mech control. As a 2D platformer, so if you can imagine, uh, it, it's uh, it's it's kind of a neat game. The presentation is really low res. Um, the music sounds like it was probably uplifted uplifted from the animated show, um, and. Uh, it, it left a real sour first impression when I when I started playing it. However, there it, there is some coolness to the game uh, because um, my first exposure to the Ten Kai Knights was from Toys R Us, and I've been really into uh, action figures and Legos over the past several months. And uh, almost I I came close to buying um, something from Ten Kai Knights because. They're kind of like Legos, but they have movable parts or uh, posable pieces intermixed with, uh, um, intertwined with the actual like kind of Lego ness to them. So, uh, the, those are pretty. They're pretty cool toys. I will. I will say that they are pretty cool toys. Uh, the, the game. Uh, I don't know. It, it, it seems like another. Uh, you know how back um, when Pokemon came out, you had Digimon, and then you had uh, Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, basically, that kind of thing. Well, then, then there was like a few year gap, and then they had uh, Beyblade. Uh, so it's basically like kind of like the next generation of a uh, you know a collectible, got to catch them all type of property. So it's kind of like Beyblade came out, and now it's like Tenkai Knights. So the story of the of it is kind of, eh, you know, it's like I think it's like three or no four kids that are basically teleported to another world, and the Earth like planet in the, uh, the where they teleport. Yeah, it looks like Earth. Except instead of it being round, it's square. The fuck? Okay. The fuck? That doesn't look yeah. like a planet at all, Jason. But it, it, it still looks like Earth, aesthetically. Welcome not, to Earth. Yeah, well, welcome to Earth squared. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> welcome to Earth squared, bitch. <laughs> exactly. But, uh, I'm not familiar with the show, and the presentation of the story was really lacking, and... In the uh, in the game, um, as a matter of fact, like I, when I was playing the game, I was like, "Man, this, 
his graphics are so, you know, fuzzy looking, you know? I mean, <laughs> it, the, even I will say this, even though this is a 3DS game, this game could have easily been done on DS, which hmm. has considerably less processing power. And if the graphics were any worse, I would almost say that this game could have been done on a GBA. Wow. Yeah, if they were if they were any worse than what they currently are. They're like borderline GBA. This is the first this is like the first year of DS type of game graphic development. I don't know. You ever seen Metroid Fusion? That looks better than most three DS games. Okay. That looks real a, fucking good. I I give you that, so I I will go ahead and just say uh it looks like a, a GBA game. And uh, once I, and the thing is, like I said, when I first started playing it, I'm like, this game sucks. Sucks. This game's crap. But uh, but then I realized I'm controlling mechs, so I had to think of the uh, I had to think of the gameplay differently. And once I did that, I, I got a little bit more into it. Uh, however, the game itself is just basically structured as of arena. There's uh, arenas that you fight in, and basically you're given a mission. The mission is like a stage, and it would be like. Kill two. Uh, I think they're called. Uh, crap, what are they called? Like, in, I think they're called infected, but they're oh. like, but they're not zombies. They're just, they're just like robots. So it's they're like kill, infected robots. Infected Jeez. robots. So you just go up to them and uh, slash. You either slash them with your uh, with your sword, or you also have uh, a gun, and uh, and. I'd say the, pro- the most redeeming factor of the game is the fact that you can actually uh, uh, custom change out parts. You can create your own um, Tenkai Knight. Um, this game is essentially uh, armored core for kids. If it's a, if you consider it as a, if you take in consideration that it's a two D platformer, so it's like. Armored core for kids. You can change the heads. You can change arms. You can change the the midsection, the legs, the uh, the weapons, and the groin. also uh, <laughs> no. Like I said, it's it's, it's not it's it's for not, kids, Ryan. It's, for it's kids. not for grown ups. So so uh, you, you can also change the uh, Tenkai Knights after dark. Don't gotta be don't gotta be for grown ups to change your groin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's after dark. It is when you want the bigger one, Ryan. <clears throat> oh, gotcha. Yeah. You can also change the rocket boosters on the back. Is that still in the groin? No, it's on the back. Oh, rocket boosters uh, on my groin and the butt. But uh, in your butt, boy, in your butt. But uh, I still have I still have a lot to play of this game. So uh, look forward to my review. Oh, they are. Look for it, and then uh, let's see. The other two games I played, I played um, Super Smash Brothers for 3DS. I uh, I got around to actually creating my own uh, custom me character. Actually, I made two custom me characters, uh, both uh, my wife and myself, <laughs> and uh, that was really cool. I like how you can you can uh, pick between a brawler. Uh, sword wielder or gunslinger, and uh, and then you can also pick what kind of uh, 
hat that you wear. That's important. Yeah. And you can also uh, pick the outfit that you wear that you wear as well. And then, on top of that, you can also uh, pick the type of uh, special moves. There are, I think, three types of special moves. And within each type, there's like, I think, four moves to pick from, depending on the variation of the type of overall character that you create. So there's actually a lot of, this actually has some depth to it. And then on top of that, you, uh, you have, you can get items in the game that increase, uh, increase your strength, increase your speed, increase your defense. And then there's like items that kind of do both. Like, uh, two, like two of the, uh, two out of the three. So you can, you can create a heavily uh, strength character that might be slow, or one that might be, uh, um, you know, de- default speed, or you could make a really fast character who might not be quite as strong, but you, but you're really fast. Um, and then you, I mean, between that and the custom special moves, uh, there's you can actually go really deep in creating your own uh, your own custom me character. In Smash Brothers, it's really cool. Um, the game itself is pretty cool as well. Uh, I I uh, beat the game a couple couple more times um, since the last last I uh, spoke on the show, and um, uh, one of the th- a couple of things about it is that uh, you you definitely have to. This is not an option. You have to have a 3DS XL. Because even on a 3DS XL, it's still extremely easy to lose track of your character. Even if you're playing only three players, um, it's, it's extremely easy to lose track. And I can't even, even imagine playing this game on a, a regular-sized uh, 3DS. Um, you really have to have an XL. Because the uh, when the the camera zooms out. The, 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 the characters are just mere pixels high, and and with the, all the the fast connect action that the game has, Fucking it's Mickey Mouse running around. I said Chip and Dale's going nuts over there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you have to have a 3DS XL to play it, and uh, that that'd be like one of my complaints about the game. And another complaint that I have is. Um, not enough ice climbers. No, I'm not worried about them. Um, what kind of are they not are in you? the game? No, they're not in the game. They're really? not. They're not. That's the first time they've ever actually removed a character, right? Yeah. Yeah, it had to do with uh, some kind of a limitation of the 3DS hardware. But uh, great. So now we're limiting Smash Brothers to the 3DS. Thanks, Nintendo. Well, the thing is, to be frank, um, the 3DS version will probably end up being their most profitable version. Well, to be Tim, I don't care. I know, I know. That was funny. But, fucking asshole. Yeah, whatever. But anyway... Shut uh, up, Frank. Who's Frank? I don't know, you said to be Frank. Oh. Uh, trying to be Frank. Just whatever, just move on. The joke failed. Let's go. <laughs> what else do you play besides Smash Bros.? A uh, little game called Destiny. All right, let's move on. Drew, what you been playing? <laughs> Destiny. Okay, let's move on. John, what's up? 
Destiny. Fuck Destiny, man. <laughs> game is over. It's done. Dude, you haven't hit level 20 in the game. I haven't played the fucking game. Exactly. You haven't, you haven't hit level 20? I am done with that game. Wow. Oh, I'm sorry. You're not going to get to be one of those assholes, are you? What? I sank like 20 hours into that game. You ain't even started yet. You know what? Fuck you. Uh, I, I, I didn't say anything. No, but you had that you're, tone. You're really defensive this morning. You had that tone. Well, they're jumping on my ass about another game. Now they're going to jump on my ass. Uh, yeah, he's, uh, yeah, he's, he's, he's ready. He's raring to go on this drive. Oh, I'm going to win. Because okay. I got news for you. That's, that's the minority opinion, bitches. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm really enjoying both Smash Brothers and Destiny. Oh, good uh, for you. Uh, Tenkai Knights. Uh, not so much, but but then again, I gotta play some more of it, and who knows, it might have a uh, an extra layer of depth, and and uh, the clouds might open up, and sing hallelujah. This game is not bad. This game is okay. I think you might be hoping for a little too much. I might be. I I might be. But uh, but yeah, basically, future fondling. Uh, those those three games. And uh, also Shadows of Mordor, which I still have not played yet. All right. We'll talk to Drew. Okay. Well, let's see here. Yeah. I start, let's start with a game I'm reviewing. Uh came out last week. Uh, Costume Quest 2. Oh, yeah. Um, I really like the first Costume Quest. I, it did get monotonous after a while. Um, but it wasn't that long, right? Yeah, it's probably about maybe three hours, four hours. Man, if you get monotonous in three to four hours, that's bad. Did you? You never played the first costume. It's, it's on my though. bucket list. I got it yeah. on my 360. I just haven't got around to playing it. It's an interesting little beginner's RPG, but you're doing the exact same thing all the time. That's most RPGs, though, right? Yeah, but most RPGs, you know, there's a lot of stat tracking or you can equip different items and stuff like that. The only thing you can do here is change out costumes. I don't know. That sounds pretty fun. I like costumes. That's one of the great things about the game. And and it's the charm of the game. Charm. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. I think you just use that now just to spite. You? you yeah. You just accent it every time you're like, this game has charm. It has really charm. Um... But it does. It's, you know, it's like these kids imagine themselves, you know, they dress up in these really, like, homemade costumes. And then, you know, when you go into a battle, they become this gigantic, you know, superhero or pterodactyl. And um, there's always different costumes that you can do. And they have improved a lot from the first game. Uh, Mainly, the combat is... The first thing I had to mention is like it feels like this is more than just a a redo of the first game. You know, the animations are a lot more fluid. The um, especially in combat and stuff like that, it's real flashy and stuff, and it looks great. And I've always liked the art style of it. Um, but there are new um, aspects to it, like um, you can now upgrade your costumes to do different things. So like you can, and now there's this new like rock paper scissors. So, like, uh, one costume may be uh, strong against, like, a, a beast type of monster. Or one could be really good against a tech kind of monster. Skylanders of the tech element are strong, I hear. Mm-hmm, in this zone. Yeah. <laughs> that, I mean, that's that's exactly kind of what it is. 
Um, and uh, it's you know it's it's cute. You know, you little kids. There is they uh, they have the whole. There's, it's there's long. No, there's no slutty nurse outfits, right? No slutty nurse outfits. <clears throat> okay, thank you God. can you can dress up as Thomas Jefferson. That's pretty slutty. And his super move is he declares war on somebody and does major damage to them. <laughs> does he bring out major damage? No. Oh, damage. see what I did there? Ah, what the fuck is that noise? Sounds it's, like somebody steering around all over the place. It does. Yeah, that would be me. Sorry, I'll turn the volume down. down We're waiting on oh, it. No. Turn it down. Yeah. <laughs> all right, hang on. Hey, guys, bitch. Go but ahead, yeah, Drew. Sorry um, you were interrupted by an annoyance. Yeah. Um, <laughs> every day on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's what we say. Is anything on this podcast not an annoyance? Um, <laughs> no. But yeah, it's um. They, there's a few missteps, I think. You know, in the original costume quest, every time you finished a battle, your characters were automatically healed. Um, in this one, you stay damaged, and you're constantly having to go back to water fountains to restore your health. Uh, you can also, they give you the ability to eat candy, um, but your candy is your, basically your money in the game. You so you don't want to, yeah, you can eat your money. Um, and that you don't want to do that because you want to buy, you know, better cards that you can use in battle or, you know, uh, costume upgrades, stuff like that. So... It's kind of a double-edged sword there, uh, but it, it's it's one of those things where they want you to stay in an area for a while. Like you have to go trick or treating to different houses and get candy, and you know some of them have enemies in them, some of them have you know adults who give you candy. So it's uh, it, it, the formula doesn't really change up that much from the first game, and it doesn't really change up throughout this game either. Um, but there is this the the story is more predominant in this one. There, it, it's about this evil dentist who wants to destroy Halloween and candy, and uh, he somehow doesn't sound like that would make him an evil dentist. Sounds like it would make him a dentist. He's evil <laughs> in the eyes of a child. Yeah, and so he he time travels back in time. Fuck yeah, to, time traveling dentists. There's, there's, yeah, you, there's a lot of time traveling in this one. So, like, you'll, you'll time travel to the future where the dentist has taken over the entire world and has these, like, evil robots that try and stop anybody who's in a costume or anybody who has candy. I and got it's, candy, bubblegum, and taffy. <laughs> I was waiting for it. <laughs> I want candy. I got yeah, candy, motherfucker. I need, was, I you know, quoting it, for va- verbatim. I was making my own rap, bitch. MCP pants don't just want candy. He needs it. He needs and when you it. need something, that's a responsibility. Fucking right it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that show. But anyway, um, shit, that just threw me off completely. We're talking about candy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you go to the future and he's taking over the world and it's, uh, then you have to go back to the past and it's, it's, there's a whole bunch of time traveling there and it's, uh, it's really interesting and it's fun and I think that's what keeps me going. Uh, you know, the, like in they, life? Yes. Man, that's really friggin' sad. That's what, they, that's what they do when you call the suicide hotline. They're like, play costume quest. Yeah. Yeah. What's that like I need to do? Don't end it all. There's a Tim Schafer game out. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> but the uh, it's it's a it's a little bit it's longer. Not a sequel to Psychonauts. Oh, bump! I'm back. I need to call again. 
Yeah, we'll never see a sequel to that. No. No. But, um... No. It's not bad. I think there there are a few problems with the game, though. You know, it, it does get a little monotonous after a while, because the battles... The battles seem to take a little too long, and you're doing the exact same thing. It's the same button press. You know, it's all about timing. Um... And, you know, the the constant having to go back to water fountains and not having a fucking map. So you can get a map in this game. You can buy it from a vendor. But it's only a map of one certain area. And you may go off to a different part of that area that's not covered by the map. The other problem is is that it doesn't show you where on the map you are. It just shows you have to go by landmarks. Does it show where Carmen San Diego is? Nobody knows where Carmen San Diego is. Fuck. Okay. Better but. mama know. Probably. Mama always knows. <laughs> but yeah, that's costume quest too. If you like the first game, you'll probably like this one. It's got it's got a lot of charm. Fuck off. And um, it's not bad. There are <laughs> there are enough improvements in it that I actually like it. Oh, Drew, with that cliche. It is, yeah. Where is it like a hat? What else? What else to play? Video little, games. A little bit of Shadows and Mordor. I, I kind of took a break from it because I have a few other games I have to to work on. Obviously, I had to do Costume Quest, and then I'm also playing Borderlands, but I can't talk about that still. No, that's next week anyway, isn't it? Yeah, it's Tuesday, it's Tuesday, but nobody cares. Yeah, nobody cares. Apparently, nobody's buying that game. So, why is no one buying it? Um, the main reason why, at least when I put up that little poll yesterday on Twitter, like the 20 people that responded, most of them said, because it's not on the current gen consoles. Most people got rid of their Xboxes and PlayStation 3s. Most people just don't want to go back to them. Yeah, that's the other thing, is even if you got one, you're like, eh, no. Yeah, it's a, it's a struggle to, uh, you know, I'll, I'll admit that, you know, I've got mine in, in the dining room, and it's like, well, it's only in the other room, but... Yeah, can't be honest. I'm playing GameCube right now. Yeah, but you're doing it for Phoenix Down. Don't don't be like that. Yeah, but it's fun. <laughs> yeah, Xbox 360 and PS3 are fun. Just people are people are enjoying new stuff. Well, I told you anyway. It doesn't matter. Borderlands, the pre sequel, will be out on Xbox One and PS4 in yeah. early 2015. Yeah, no doubt. Along with I, Assassin's I Creed Rogue. It. Assassin's Creed may happen, but I don't think Borderlands will. Why are you so adamant that it isn't? Drew, every fucking game that was on last gen is coming out on Xbox One and PS4. Have you not noticed? No, I know. I'm just saying. I don't think they're going to do that. Oh, they'll do it. But uh let's see here. I guess we'll go ahead and talk about the big game. Or not, not so big game. Uh Drive Club. Is it working yet? Uh, nope. Don't oh, know. imagine that. It's, it's almost a week. Well, oh, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Guys, it's almost it? yeah. a year. <laughs> oh, <laughs> crikey. That came, that came out quick. What are you going to do? I like the game. Boom. I'll be here all week. So, yeah, Drive Club. My review's up on the site. I, I didn't mind it. I know a lot of people out there don't like it i didn't mind it that's yeah. that's what you want to hear that's it's interesting you, you gave it a fucking eight 
I did give it an eight because I That's thought it was. That's a little good. more than I didn't mind it. Well, I'm just saying it like that because if I say I like it, then Ken's like, "Oh, you're a fucking idiot." No, I you wouldn't. <laughs> when you were before the show. <laughs> no, I said that I didn't like it. You guys seem to be the one defensive about it. No, no, no. I was like, I think it plays fine. No, it plays bad. It plays bad. I think it plays like fucking peak performance, which is not a praise. I think it plays fine. Okay. okay. No, I'm with you, Drew. I think it plays fine. I think I'd love to be able to play it, but yeah, that's up now. it's not up yet. Yeah. No, and that's that. I mean, that's let's face it. This is the talking point: that uh, not whether the game has fewer features and it should do, whether it looks great, whether it drives well. It's to do with the fact that the fucking thing doesn't work properly a year after it was meant to be launched. Yeah, it worked fine whenever I was playing it for review. Yeah, because no one else was playing it. There was a good amount of people playing it. I mean, um, I, every time I jumped into a multiplayer game, it was full. Yeah, but not the amount after. I mean, the thing got released and crashed, and and, and that's about to ball like really. Um, I think that this should. You got an idea of how many you think this is going to sell? Make sure your servers work fine, especially for launch. Um, you know, and they say, oh, it's it's inherent with these types of games, always online. No, not anymore. I mean, Destiny launched fine. I mean, it had a bigger budget, but still just, launched just fine. Just a little bit. Yeah, but still, you know, it also sold a whole lot more. So it's, you know, to scale, really. Well, who the hell's going to buy it's... Drive Club when they're giving the damn thing away for free? Exactly. That's why everybody's waiting to see, you know, well, I was if they want to guy. I that went out and spent $60 on it. Not me. I spent 35 quid on it because I, I decided to give it a shot. Um, I think the thing looks the thing looks good. It looks really good, but it looks too good. Because there were times... Well, there were times I was playing it and um, you had the sunrise come up and just like real life, the sun dazzles you. You can't see where the fuck you're going. It's crazy. I could, it was like I was crashing into barriers because you can't see the... the the road turn because you've got the sunlight streaming through your screen and that to me is a bit too realistic but it don't matter um, you can crash into the walls and still win you can well yeah you can it depends on you can't you argue that can. it depends on, it depends on how i guess if you, get, the if, you spun around, if you get spun around you might not win but just hitting the wall pff, that's fine well, that i the AI is ridiculous on that thing. Um, the AI is is fucking PS one level. Like they they stay yeah, to their it's, line. It's proper broke. They stay to their line. They don't move. It's, it's awful. It it makes racing mm. no fun for me. Like I love you know people complain about the drivetar system. This well, makes the, the, the system, this makes the drivetar system look like a fucking genius. And the drivetar system has improved since Forza Five with uh, Horizon. I, I've not found it anywhere near as frustrating um but it's i mean i'm, I'm playing both forza and uh, and drive club um what i can play of drive club the the few i think out of the three or four times i've loaded it up only once has it allowed me to connect socially for a socially connected game that really you can't play unless you can which is you know stupid but um uh forza has got everything with it i mean it's it's fun to drive and and, and play you've got lots of different uh, modes and challenges and race types and environments and you know a huge huge um assortment of cars even before you you factor into any dlc that they um that they release and 
it, it kind of, uh, well, it doesn't kind of, it does overshadow um, Drive Club, which shouldn't be, they should both be, you know, they, sh- they should both be equally as good. It's just, you know, after all of this time with the whole hoo-ha that was made over Drive Club, you know, this is going to be the next, this is going to be the next big thing um, for driving uh, on, on the PlayStation, and it's it's really fell flat on its ass. It was a shame. I just don't understand how a game that was supposed to be a launch game a year later comes out. No fucking features. That's tour mode. That's it. The fun is in the challenges. There's some really good fun to be had, but you have to be able to get online to do it. But I'm not having fun with those challenges because I don't like the way the game plays. I don't like That's the your driving. Opinion. That's your opinion. I understand that, but that's still... That game feels like a budget game. With its lack of features, and uh, especially cars. Yeah, that's one of the things I was going to say, was that the car selection is horrible. And not to mention, you don't even get to pick which car you unlock. Yeah. It unlocks as you go up and look. And some of them you can't unlock unless you have a club. Club. Yeah, but they. to be fair, I think you only have to get to level 16 on... 15 and you've got all of the cars that yeah, are, are which, tied to that. Which, Drew, you had the club at launch. What club? What level is, your, is our club? Uh, zero, whenever the game launched. No, what is it now, after launch? Three. Yeah, whew, oh boy. Only <laughs> only 12 more levels to go before I get a car maybe that I want instead well, of just well, buying when, the car that I wanted. When our listeners are able to get on the game and it doesn't matter whether they're playing the full version or the PS uh, Plus version they'll be able to join our club and our, uh, we'll, we'll rise the ranks um, when they if, can get online if anybody cares by the time it launches if anyone cares by that time yeah. you can only have six people in your club what? yeah what? <laughs> what? Is this game that's a the demo? smallest ass club that's ever that's Force like has, you can that's have like the size thing. Six person club is like the size of the right said Fred fan club. <laughs> now, in 2014. Wow. Um, and there's two guys in right said Fred. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so you only got room for four more people. Actually, there are three guys because they got the drummer. Oh, that's right. So, so, yeah, those three guys and their moms. That's the right said Fred fan club. What the fuck? Our club's almost full, Drew. Yeah. <laughs> I thought. I thought this was you'd be able to have like no. 30, 50. We're basing this game around drive club so you can get your club together with all six of your friends. Well, we put it right fair, there in the title. That's about as many friends as I've got, to be fair. Yeah, but our club's almost full. We, we have more than that in Forza. The, the club in Forza is seven already. Seven strong. Well. I'm going to double check on that. If you can only have six people in the club, that's fucking terrible. This game just keeps getting worse. It's going to be hilarious if that's actually true. Oh my! Now God. it's going to be especially hilarious if it's actually wrong and Drew just lied to all of us and made me <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's and the made thing. me make a, a a horrible joke at the expense of Right Said Fred. Hey, you know what? You know what? Maybe they can patch it in like the weather. Yeah, six, six. <laughs> Only six people in a club, and there is no weather yet because they have pa- are going to patch it in later on. <laughs> I thought Sorry, that was we didn't I, have we didn't we have know, enough time just, to add the weather in the twelve months we were working on this. We discussed this last week, <laughs> even though it was in all the demos that we showed. Because it look how pretty this weather is. Game looks really freaking sweet. Yeah. Look at this fucking does, rain. In the demo I played, the Gamescom it had rain. It's like really, and it's. Not in the launch game a year later. Oh, 
I'm still well, trying to, to figure fair, out why. To be fair, they had to cut weather out so they could take the club from four to six. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out how they're convincing people to pay $60 for this game. Yeah. Oh, it's awful. This game is well, Especially so when bad. they're giving away, you know, a Most big chunk of, the, of it yeah, for free. Yeah, a big chunk of the game. You get ten cars, which, by the way, just like the real game, you don't get to choose them. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, there are people who believe that they've halted it for another reason other than server issues. There's but always a conspiracy issue, and that's bullshit. there is. Yes, I know. Um, but yeah, I mean the yeah, ten cars on one track. I guess that's going to be well, okay. If you area. get a feel for it. It's one area. It's not one track. It's India. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, one one of the five uh, countries. Yeah, um, but they are meant. I mean, it is meant to get more content for free, so more um, cars and more. Uh, tracks and um, more uh, maybe even club. more countries as mentioned more people in the club um, it's it just seems that I don't know they need to get this thing fixed and fucking sharpish and then start talking about what they're going to bring to the game um, you yeah, know maybe some, the may, how about how about some American cars or Japanese cars because there's none of those in the game I'm going to tell you this right now it's, there is one American car it's what I don't know. There is one. No, I don't think so. There is one. There is. I know. You haven't it unlocked definitely... it, Drew. It's, you got to get level 15 with your You can friends. see all the cars that are available. <laughs> Apparently, there is one American car, but the caveat is that although it's an American brand, it's made in the UK. So I don't know Jesus whether Christ. that's why, but there, apparently there is one American branded car. That's what, what took 12 months? To be fair, though, well, guys, been... to be fair... Six people in a club is more people than actually bought the club, the third-person shooter for PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360. This is true, and that makes me sad, because that was a good game. I really enjoyed that game. So if you could find all six people that bought the club on PlayStation 3 and and 360, you You could try to drive Club Club. Well, I got one. I'm I'm right here. I still own it. And K-Dub bought it, so... Yeah, but he's not here because he's never here. No, he's never here. He's never here. I'm still trying to figure out why Drive Club is a first party, uh, you know, sixty dollar game. Still trying to figure that out. That's what they believe that is worth. (laughs) Perhaps they should have. Perhaps they should have looked at Forza, or better yet, look at Gran Turismo. Those are first party sixty dollar games. We should have had a Gran Turismo. They should have delayed Gran Turismo Six from last year and put it on next gen. Yeah. Right, well, you won't have Gran Turismo until at least 2017. No, Gran Turismo well, 7, we won't even hear about until 2016. Yep. Yeah, but the gap between 5 and 6 was quite short, considering the gap between, like, 4 and 5 and, and 3 and 4, isn't it? Yeah, this, is about true. this is new system. Yeah, yeah, you're true. Yeah, absolutely right, yeah. And they were trying to fill it in with the guys that made MotorStorm making a... It's not sim, it's not arcade, it's neither. Yeah, it's well, in the what, middle. What does, I mean, as, as you were about to, to, to talk about a moment ago, can it interest me, so what happened in that year? And uh, the director left, it went back to the drawing board, so what did they have beforehand that was worse than this? I don't know. They, they didn't have anything. They had a driving... No, but they did. They had something. They, they were working on it. They've been working on it for four years, but... A year ago, the reason for the delay was that a lot of it had to go back to the drawing board. But what did they have? Why did I it go it, wrong? I heard it was the menu system. <laughs> I don't think it was. I, I, that, that could oh, yeah, they pro- did say that, didn't yeah, they? Yes, they, they, they did. It, that could, they could the be fuck? part of it. 
But I think they added the tour mode in because if you look at the, <laughs> if you look at the so what game, was it before? I, that's just, the cl- just you and five other people sitting in a room doing nothing. I think it was just I think it was just the challenges and shit because the tour mode. If oh you look God. at it, if you look at the tour mode through the trophy list, it's separate as if it's like DLC, which means oh, when you when you play the PlayStation Plus version, the tour mode is not going to be in it. Wow. That's interesting because they did always state that if you had the PlayStation Plus version, you could platinum that game. That's a lie and a half. Yeah, I think it might be. But then it seems to be uh, a case of the wool being pulled over a lot of people's eyes with this game. Well, I take that back. Since the the two remote trophies are in the, the DLC section of it, then you probably could platinum that game then. Game is a clusterfuck of epic proportions. It's. I mean, I think it's. I think it plays well. It's got some really great elements to it, but it's. It's like I don't. I can't experience parts of the game at the moment because of the the server issues. Um, and you're absolutely right. Is it's kind of bare bones. Um, and it, it in this day and age when you have got so many other great driving games, it, it's it's a it's a shame. And you know, Evolution Studios, Motorstorm's brilliant. Well, no, they have, they have. No, they do. They have pedigree. They have some pedigree. Um, this should not have come turned out like this, given the the money, the backing, and the developer involved. It, it should have. It, this should have been a, a you know a, a fanfare game. It should have been brilliant. And you know, well, there you go. What do you do? Second Motorstorm was good. The big. I like. The, I like the um, third one. The not the was it the apocalypse. Apocalypse was the third one. Yeah. Yeah, I love that one. I lo- uh, I kind of like that one. Yeah. I didn't like that. One. I liked the first one. Or not the first, the second one. The first one felt like uh, Time Splitters on the PS2. It just felt like a rushed, which is funny because it got delayed like a year <laughs> after I'm launch. noticing a pattern. <sighs> but yeah, uh, the, but you mentioned like the stuff that you want to try out that you can't because obviously the servers are down. Is the stuff that I actually liked about it? The, you know, yeah, staying, the con- constantly with, staying yeah. connected with people, and like you know, every time you go into a curve, it says, "All right, try and beat this guy's time" or something like that. And like that was the cool part of Drive Club, and the thought that, the, and the things that I that I liked about it the most was that you were always put up against other people, even if you were playing by yourself. And it, like, I liked that about it. That was what I was like, huh? So this this actually works, but then come to find out, it doesn't. So. No. Uh, you know, still the one cool thing doesn't yeah. work. That's the bad thing about it is that what I reviewed is not what launched. Mm. Hey, so. but at least it rained. Oh, no, it didn't, have, it, it didn't have rain to begin. Yeah, I said it to stormy because I just wanted to see what it looked like. It doesn't I even. Said, it doesn't even have wet pavement. No, it doesn't. <laughs> like that. That's the thing. It's like I said it to stormy. You know, five o'clock in the afternoon, so I wanted it kind of dark. And I was like, all right, let's try this out. And I was like, where the fuck's the rain? Time yeah. lapse stuff's cool as well. I, I do like it when you, you you start a race and it's morning and you end and it no, it kind of a good experience for the whole race. That's quite cool. Um, but you, I don't think you can change that. It would be cool if you could change change it so that you could either have no time lapse and they've got different variants of it. So uh, times ten, times twenty, times sixty, or whatever. Uh, it'd be cool if you could pick that. Um, in you know yourself independently of what you know regardless of what race you're on that'd been cool but again that might be a feature that comes in the patch you know well let's also the patch. The, we speak about bare bones of this game 
the only tuning option you have is automatic or manual transmission. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and the paint well, yeah, jobs, yeah. why did they there even bother? No yeah, again, that's, that's a start. I mean, you can't I'm even off, paint the car. Start. You can't even no. paint the car. You can't, like, if you if the car's red, it's, it's red. red. It's yeah. red. And I'm, or you wow. can put a, a shitty sticker on it. <laughs> well, you, it's you, like, you, you can paint the stickers and they change everything around. <laughs> so you can just sticker the crap out of it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. If you don't like red cars, you better buy a whole bunch of blue stickers. That's right. <laughs> yeah, you can't even cover the car I'm, entirely. So, you know. Not fussed about the tuning side of stuff, because I, I don't know that much about tuning, and I don't sort of touch it at all with a with, with a Forza. But, yeah, I mean, the simple paint selection, you know, it's really, you you can't have a red or a yellow Lamborghini, or you can't, you know, that's, that's just Well, uh, you can't have a Lamborghini at all, can you? No, uh, no. Well, you know, I mean, there you know, are no Lamborghinis. Should we, should, we, should we brush over this and move on? Uh, I think it's probably <laughs> time. spent enough time blasting Drive Club. We'll just delay our conversation till next year. Yeah, 8.0 ZTGD.com. We'll patch it in later. <laughs> hey, Drew, you're perfectly fine. That's your review. You like the game. That's fine. I yeah, just like I, like I said. I know there's a lot of people out there that dislike it right now. I'm telling you for real. What I liked about the game is not there right now because the servers are down. And that's, that comes back to they've kind of burned everybody. They didn't give them the PS Plus version. Uh, in case you didn't notice, the fucking Armageddon of video game releases is about to happen. Drive Club is dead. Yeah. that That's just the way it is. And it's one of two Sony first-party exclusives for that machine this year. And the other one's been delayed by a week as well, hasn't it? Yeah, LBP. Yeah. They put yeah, it in the so same. They put it in the same week as Halo, didn't it? <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake! Really, Jesus Christ! You know, uh, it's it's really weird. That in this, I mean, I'm I'm not going to disappear. Story still, it's my preferred console of the two. But no, it's no, like, yeah, it's they've they've ridden a, a a crest of a wave from from E3 last year, but the cracks are now starting to show. Well, but to be fair, to be fair, they're getting a lot of lift from the fact that. Almost every third-party game is performing better on their system. Yeah, that, yeah unless of course it's Unity. Um, it's uh, oh, stop. <laughs> yeah, I mean that that helps, but that's they can't. I mean things like this, and also scheduled maintenance, like for scheduled. example, tomorrow, <laughs> sorry, scheduled. I forget. Guys, you know he's English. <laughs> <laughs> He's on the show every week. It's still great. Yet somehow we still find a way to make fun of your accent every week. No, no, no. That's the Dracula Den Logan thing. Um, so that's it's that's still happening, which I I just don't understand why that's still a thing when it doesn't seem to be a problem with Xbox and and their machine. So why do you have to shut down servers for maintenance every every month? It seems to me now for a day almost. I just I know that if you log are logged on before it happens you can stay logged on but that's something i don't really want to have to contend with well, they're it's also they're also doing this maintenance on a day when a lot of people in america are off work well tomorrow then yeah which i think is hilarious because that's what kind of what's the day people, tomorrow it's columbus day oh okay okay that's and nice. if you're off for columbus day you got Happy the most columbus cake day. job ever yeah no shit man my, my work is closed tomorrow Man, fuck you. <laughs> My work's never fucking closed. I work on Christmas. I'm still, but see, I'm a contractor, so I'm still going to work because otherwise I don't get paid. That's just. <laughs> yeah, that's fair enough. Oh, anyway, let's move away from Drive Club. Okay. For the love of God. 
I can't. My car won't start. <laughs> well, just we'll patch it later. It's fine. Ah, awesome, awesome. See, that's what that's what California needs. They haven't had rain in a while. Maybe they should just get Evolution Studios to patch it in. <laughs> if they ever patch it in, that's true. It may never come. Evolution Studios <laughs> might be shut down as we speak. That's yeah, true. Anyway, that's that's uh, you know that's been a curse of Sony first party studios too, right? Ship a game doesn't do all that well. They're fired the next shut day. Shut down. Yeah. yeah. Does it happen to the Warhawk guys? Would you have? I mean, if if that ha- I mean, it's not SOCOM guys. It's not likely, but if that was to happen and. It ends up being a broken ass game. What rights do you have downloading it digitally to claim your money back? Because you are you've bought a game that was is is not as it's described in the PSN um, listing. So, what, how would that work? I don't, I don't understand what you're saying. Are you saying so? If, for example, they they were to shut down Evolution, I'm not, I don't think they're going to, of course, but if they were to do that. Therefore, none of the patches happened, the server issues remained um, dodgy, then if you, a lot of people have bought, bought this digitally because it's cheaper if you buy it digitally because of the PS Plus stuff, what rights do you have to, to claim your money back? Saying that it's, you, that, well, they sold you something that is not as it's described. I mean, you could try to take them to court, but I mean, really? Can you yeah, imagine what would happen? You if ain't got the money to do that, so yeah. truthfully, uh, who so. gives a shit? You know, you... You knew what this was. Yeah, yeah. No, you, yeah. you knew what this was. <laughs> no, they told me it was something else. It says in the description. Uh, maybe, yeah. Next time, stop listening to them. Hey, go read a consumer report. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It's, just, it's, it's just not. Cool. Gonna I can't happen. see doing this. No, I can't see him shutting evolution down. But no, not yet. Anyway, uh, I don't know. Zipper's gone. Lightbox is that what they were called? Lightbox the guys that did uh... Starhawk. Yeah, Starhawk and I th- Warhawk. I thought it was. I thought it was Incognito that did Warhawk. Incognito did do Warhawk. They changed their name though. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think they I'm went to Lightbox. I'm not sure. I mean, didn't a lot of the infamous developers get laid off too? Yeah, after the DLC, right before the DLC launched. Yeah. Yeah, bunch of them. Bunch of them's gone. <clears throat> and Insomniac's making games for Xbox One. It's true. Mm. And everybody Sweet, left man. Naughty Dog. <laughs> I wonder how well that'll sell. Sunset? Yeah. I think it'll I think do, it'll do okay. okay. It'll it'll yeah. do okay. I don't think it's going to blow anybody's mind sales-wise. But You think I, it'll sell as good as Infamous? Oh, uh, yeah. I think it'll do. I mean, it's it's kind of in that same tier of, yeah. you know, this is a, this is an exclusive game. But it's, it's not a mid-range. Ex- it's a it's mid-range, a mid-range exclusive. exclusive. Yeah, it's not. It's not a Halo or a Last of Us or something like that. But a lot of people it'll are interested well, in it, so I think it'll do pretty well. Yeah. Well, I'm getting it, so I just... well, I can't wait. That's one of my most anticipated games for the rest of the year. I, I just think it looks super fun. Yeah, I, it, it played really well when I played it, and I'm looking forward to it. Should be. I mean, that lives and dies on its multiplayer. Um, but however, I think they've they've got it spot on. So. Alright, so Drew, anything else? What else is going on? Uh, not really. I, I downloaded Dust and Elysian Tale. I think I own that on like four different platforms now. Well, it's only yeah, on it's three. three. What now? It's only on three platforms. It's on PC, Xbox, Xbox 360. Then PS4. I thought it was on PS3 as well. No, I don't think it ever came out on PS3. Huh. Well, I guess I have it on three platforms. 
And I guess I'll play the PS4 version finally. I've never even touched that game. Oh, you need to play it. It's super good. Yeah. Um, no, I think that's about it, to be honest with you. Fish up Marvel Ultimate Alliance and now playing through Resident Evil Remake. Oh, yeah. Okay. So who is your Marvel Ultimate Alliance character? <laughs> my Marvel Ultimate Alliance character? Mm-hmm. What do you mean? My, my like who I who'd use the most? As? Yeah, who oh, you play I, as? I, I what play do you mean? As... What do I mean? Well, you know, you have a team. <laughs> what do you think this is like? One of those Cosmo quizzes where I'm trying to figure out what personality you're most like? <laughs> yeah. Who did you play as? I played as Deadpool. Oh, gotcha. He um. He's a hipster. His no, his machine gun is the best <laughs> thing in that game. You level it. You level that up, and you can kill a boss probably in about. 15 to 20 seconds. Phoenix Down is slowly ruining your memories of games. Yeah. Marvel Ultimate Alliance is not a good game. <laughs> yeah, I, I play it about once a week. You play Marvel Ultimate Alliance once a week? Yep. My son likes it. Calls it two-player Spider-Man. Oh. <laughs> and do you think it's a good game? No. No. <laughs> why, did we, why did we all have nostalgia for that game? Because it was Marvel Diablo. Because... Because X Men Legends Two was fantastic. Yeah, Nightcrawler did the moonwalk. <laughs> did the, if you, did the if you go dance. the thriller dance. If you go back and play X Men Legends, it probably sucks now. It probably oh, sure. sucks too. Yeah, you they're know what boring as shit. Champions and Orath. Champions and Orath will never suck. Baldur's uh, Gate Dark Alliance. Uh, Don't give I'm, me. I'm curious. I, I'm curious about those. At least those games have somewhat. Of a progression as far as like you know loot goes and stuff. I mean, not really, but um, <laughs> at least those games have this. Ah, not really. You've been spoiled by Diablo, Drew. I have been spoiled by Diablo because that's 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 the OG the original you know, gangster. That is the original gangster the of, of the dungeon gangster. of the dungeon crawlers. So yeah, <laughs> somehow by trying to sound cool. <laughs> Sound even less cool. I know that's the point. <laughs> oh, I'm good at that. That's terrible. But yeah, that's it. I'm playing through Resident Evil Remake on the GameCube. I, I a funny little anecdote. I had a little bit too much to drink last night and decided to play Resident Evil Remake and then died and lost about thirty to forty five minutes of progress. And I said, "Yeah, I'm done." Well, it's a shock. You should have been done when you hit the power button. Yeah, I'm done. All right, well, let's move on. Uh, John. Well, I guess um, we've already talked about Drive Club, so we'll leave that alone. Uh, play some more Forza 2. Um, that game's a pop racing game. Yeah, um, like, playing Drive Club made me want to go back and play... <laughs> go back and yeah. play Forza, because I'm like, oh, this game is so good. It is. Um, it's, it's just... I don't know, that's... It's very different from the first game in its structure, and I'm kind of still getting used to that. Um, there's some stuff missing that I liked from the, the first game, but uh, it still gives you so much to do. Um, I like the perk system. I think that's quite cool. I found most uh, of the perks to be useless, though. For I don't me, know. There's for some me credit ones are quite good and some extra time. I mean, that's pretty good. Um, and that uh, perk where you can... Um, uh, it shows you uh, an icon above the cars that you haven't yet uh, taken photo mode of. Um, that's really, really handy. Um, so that's quite cool. Um, but it plays and it plays really well. Looks absolutely gorgeous. And I, I, I'm going to play that game a long time. I've finally got in your club. 
Um, yeah, we're, is, we're, we're booming now. Yeah, yeah gonna, well, I think... I'm going to pick that game up. But it's really good because the, the club part, it's like you've got these tiers, so you've got leaderboards, and it's based upon your the XP you earn for your club um, over like a seven-day period. And it, I found myself sort of just quickly hopping on there. Oh, hang on. Chamarungo's got... 70,000 more XP is above me. Fuck that shit. Let's sort this out. And you kind of get roped in and I'm there for like, for something that was meant to be 10 minutes. I'm there for two hours so that I've got enough XP so that he's um, like way, way ahead. And it's, it's kind of that, that challenge that's really quite cool. Um, everything about that game is, it's, it's, it's almost a perfect racing game for me because it's very little in the, the tuning section, but the customization for the cars and the, and the, you know, the liveries and the colors and things like that. And it's just brilliant. Love it. Um, what else have I played? I haven't played any Mordor, which I am going to play next week. I've got a week off and I've got a load of games I want to go through. Um, the only other game I played. Um, or oh, two games, Sleepy Dogs. Pick that up. Is that out? Yeah, that came out in the well. In the I don't know about it over there, but it, over here it came out on Friday. I think it's I, I think it's still listed as pre-order on the PlayStation Store. Yeah, here. it's what happened. I don't know what happened, but like I got an email was a Thursday night saying, "Oh, by the way, we dropped the embargo, so you can go ahead and put your review up." And I'm like, okay. But it's yeah. not it's not out over here yet. I just see it might people... be Tuesday for you guys. Then uh, I think they probably had to drop the embargo because it was coming out over here. Um, so that yeah, that came out Friday. Uh, it was a, like a ten percent discount for PS Plus members, and it was already sort of cheaper than a normal full price game as you'd expect. But it's got all the DLC. It looks really really good. The problem is I've been playing Forza. T- so driving in that game is fucking shite um but it's it's the combat's really great um and then i've also played picks the cat which is one of the other three playstation plus games this month it's cross by on ps4 and vita um that's a quirky little game it's um it's it's kind of a puzzle time-based puzzle game where you are picks the cat and you have like pac-man style mazes but you are your job is to collect eggs that turn into ducks that then follow you around the map. Um, you then have to put them in little holes um, uh, to progress to the next level. Um, however, it's kind of puzzle based because as you get deeper in, it becomes more difficult to um, stack them all behind you because that's how you get your bet bonuses. You you collect them before you drop any of them off. And it becomes quite difficult. Uh, you're also up against the clock. It's uh, I think the arcade mode gives you like um, like 120 seconds, and there is no extending it. It's just as literally build the best combos you can um, to get as far as you can in that a lot of time. And again, it does a good thing with leaderboards, so it shows you where your friends are at and things like that. So again, it's quite a nice little challenge game. Um, it's pick up and play, you know. You know, you'll probably be on it for you can be on it for ten minutes or half an hour, and it, you, it can get a little um, uh, tiring if you're playing long spurts. So I would recommend playing it like in short bursts. Um, but it's really great and it's free, so it's definitely worth downloading and giving it a shot. That's it. All right. Hmm. Sorry, I watch a football. 
<laughs> well, yeah, you you get your priorities right. Uh, anyway, we'll move on to the wombat. All right, so um, I can talk about the game that I was expressly forbidden to talk about last week. Even I still haven't figured out. I, I, I haven't it? even figured out what that was. It was NBA 2K15. Um, oh, face smasher! Um... <laughs> yes, yes. Unfortunately, I don't have a PlayStation camera, so I haven't been able to take advantage of the horrible mutants that uh, <laughs> the the facial scanning technology takes. I saw um, some of those screenshots and thought people were playing Mordor. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, the uh, but uh, I've been playing a lot of it actually, uh, off and on, and it's a um, it's going to be an interesting game to review. Um, I hope to have my review done tonight and to Ken so he can get it up on the site tomorrow or today as you're listening to this or sometime early this week. But um, the actual on-court gameplay is phenomenal. It uh, it plays um, – it's the best playing one that I've played of the 2K series. Um, the defenders all feel uh, basically correct. Uh, I don't – there's no real like um, – if you get stuffed out and you can't drive, um, it, it's legit. It's not just the game screwing you over. It's you legitimately have to work around to find a hole or get your guys open. It's um, uh, it plays the way you would expect it to play. Um, but it's like half the stuff around that is broke as hell, and. Um, it's really that's really disappointing because there's so much good in this game um, once you're actually in it. But so let me just get into the problems. Number one, if you're planning on buying this to play online constantly, it's probably a mistake. Um, I've played exhibition games online. I've played online in my park, which is like the career mode. Um, where you basically go to a park and play pickup games three on three or two on two, or you can go to this thing called the Jordan Rec Center where you can play actual five on five games. Um, but they're just kind of like pickup games. Um, I've played, I think, six games in my park. Um, three of them went or were completed. Two of them got disconnected before the game even started. One of them. Uh, all my players or all the players on the court disappeared and it was just the ball moving around. Um, and then the three that I completed of those three, only one of them went off what I would describe as perfectly. Um, the other two were somewhat laggy, which makes it really hard to play defense. Um, the exhibition game that I played, the actual full NBA exhibition game that I played, went off perfectly. There were a couple little instances of lag, but nothing major. Um, the but the the the, the my park uh, online is really rough. Um, the my career mode is a blast, but the voice acting is god awful. Um, at one point, literally. Um, while they're talking, you can tell they're reading off cue cards big time, uh, especially the NBA players. Um, when they talk, man, it's Al Jefferson was talking to me about something and it was literally like he w- had to pause to flip to the next cue card. Um, are, they, are they like voiced by real NBA stars? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, they have a feature called, uh, I think it's real voice is what it's called. Um, so they do have real NBA player voices like during halftime, 
uh, like when they do the sideline reports or whatever, uh, or when they uh, there's some voice acting by real NBA players during the cutscenes during my career as well. So yeah, it's real NBA players doing the voices, but um, the voice acting overall is pretty terrible. The dialogue is awful. Um, I was saying before the show when we were talking, it uh, my career is a blast in that it's fun to take a player and sort of guide him through his career and only be responsible for one player. And the the way it judges your performance is is pretty spot on from what I can tell. But it's impossible for me to like my player. Um, impossible for me to like him because he comes off as such a douche in the pre and post game stuff, the cut scenes. Even if you pick what I would what I would call the team friendly dialogue choices, yeah, he still comes off like a douche. It's my um, time, man. It's and, my time. And yeah, and just like um oh yeah, I'm gonna light it up tonight. You better watch. You you know, you're gonna see it. And just like super arrogant, and um, like even um, so, e- to get to give you an, an indication of how deep this goes, there's a social media system in the my career where you c- you have like a Twitter account basically, and you can send messages to other NBA players or to other people or whatever. And even the dialogue choice that's like just say what's up to an NBA player always has some like kidney punch in it. Like, um, oh, I guess this is the only way for me to talk to so-and-so because he's always just hanging out in the background. It's like, really? I'm just trying to say hi. Like, there's no reason for you to insult somebody. But, I don't know, may, you know, maybe it's just me. But it's impossible for me to like my career player because he's such a douche. Um, the, the really funny things are the glitches, uh, which are all over the place from a presentation standpoint. Um, the, my favorite one is the sideline reporter glitch where uh, probably every other time they cut to the sideline reporter, she's supposed to be standing there interviewing a player and probably every other time the player's just flat, not there. And so she'll say what she needs to say. And then when it's time, you'll see the player like high fiving people way in the background or something. (laughs) And when it's time for him to talk, she like slides along the floor sideways <laughs> until she gets to the player, and they're both like, and they've, it, there's it's blurry, right? Because the depth of field, so there's just like this blurry interview happening all the way at the other end of the court that everyone just slid to. Um, another of my favorites is the camera when you're sitting on the bench tends to get a little crazy. Multiple times the camera gets stuck inside my player's head, so all I can see are like the backs of his eyes and his teeth. Oh man, that's uh, awesome. So th- there's a lot of like visual problems. There's the load times are kind of rough. Um, so it, it, as much that's why I say it's a hard game to review because as much as I would beat the game up for stuff like that, it plays awesome. Um, it just the actual gameplay of it is so good that I can deal with all the other junk um, that's kind of messed up. So that's my take on NBA. Um, the uh, I played like five minutes of Dust just because it was free. It's good, I guess. It's just not really, I don't know. I don't think it's my style of game. Um, I played Spelunky 2. Not Spelunky 2. Spelunky as well. Um, 
that was pretty good, but I only played five minutes of it, so I can't really comment too much. <laughs> and uh, I did not play any more Shadows of Mordor versus what I had played last week. That's pretty much it. Alright. What a fun week. Except that I had to play Dry Club. Bah! Bah! <laughs> no, yeah, I played Drive Club. We talked about that. Um, what happened to the whole text message of, it's growing on me? No, I said it was growing on me to try to build up your club. Oh. What's funny, though, is the more I played it, I kept craving to go play Forza. And then I went and played Forza, and I'm like, yeah, I think I'm done with Drive Club. <laughs> I think I'll go trade it in while it's worth some money. <laughs> Before they realize it's a wash. Oh, too many other good things coming out, and Forza is gonna it's gonna scratch that racing game itch that I have. You want to hear something really bad? Hmm. As much as I've praised that game, I'm thinking about trading in again. Forza Horizon Two. <laughs> he even got an Xbox One. He's Not got he's, he bought uh, the Sunset Overdrive box. Yeah, oh, okay, wait, so you ain't got much to wait then. Yeah, what, 28th? And that, what, the yeah, I think it's about 28th. That, yeah. yeah. Uh, but anyway, let's see. Uh, the game I spent the most time with can't talk about. I'm assuming that it doesn't matter. People know that I have it, even though if you look at my Xbox Live activity right now, I'm blocking you. <laughs> you can do that? Yeah, I was I was requested to turn blocking on so that nobody could see my updates. Oh, for I don't want you to look at, like, achievements. They're it. all secret. Um, At least the spoilery ones are. Yeah. Uh, but I am playing Evil Within. Uh, I've spent most of my, most of the past week playing that. Um, but again, can't talk about it. Not until tomorrow. Today, t- t- two days. You know what I mean. Fourth yeah, wall, yeah. midnight. Um. I guess the only other thing I played was Alien. I'm trying to think if there was anything else that I played. I didn't play any of the free stuff that dropped. I downloaded it, but I never played it. I played a lot of Forza. I did play a little bit more of Shadow of Mordor on my second playthrough. Um, but not enough to even scratch the surface. Uh, so I'll, I'll talk about Alien. <sighs> Pretty fun, huh? For the first five or six hours, yep. Great game. That should have been the game. I was about to say, shouldn't it have ended it like five or six hours? I, I think if you'd have gone, but like I said, like we said before the show, six to eight, six to eight hours would have been the perfect length for that game. Unfortunately, it keeps going for another twelve. Has about has about five different endings as well, doesn't it? I believe so, but I I honestly would not care to go back and get any of them. No, I mean the fact that you think it's ended and then it hasn't, and then you think it's ended and then it oh, hasn't. Oh, you, you mean it, it Lord of the Rings did? Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, or or maybe it was just hope. Maybe it was just hope that it was over. Because i got to say, the first, like I said, the first five or six hours of that game was fantastic. The first two hours, you never see the alien. And it's just building up to it. And that tension and, you know, anticipation is fantastic. Uh, and then the first time you see the alien, it's fantastic. And the first few times it's hunting you, it's fantastic. And then it keeps hunting you, and keeps hunting you, and keeps hunting you. And it stops becoming t- scary. It becomes more 
annoying. Mm. Because the alien is always tethered to you within, like, maybe a hundred feet. So you can't go anywhere. What, hey, the, what the fuck is that? Sorry, I had to switch units, so okay. my microphone, my computer died, so I had to switch. Okay, uh, but no, the, the alien is always tethered to you, and initially they had claimed that the alien was... <laughs> are, are we done? There. Okay. Is that better? Okay. <laughs> it, just, it just kept happening when I was in the middle of saying something. Yeah, sorry. Um... But no, the alien is always tethered. And, and initially they said, you know, the alien runs around its own, on its own AI, it does its own thing, um, it could possibly go off and kill other people. No, it doesn't do any of that. Um, it, le- it legitimately is tethered to you by an invisible string that means it never leaves your presence. Um, and it doesn't... Are you playing on hard? No, I'm playing on normal. Okay, though, I've heard that that's what happens when you play on hard, but on normal it's... It's not so much the case, but maybe nothing. No, this thing just constantly follows you, um, and it doesn't walk around on its own. Um, and you can see video evidence of this in certain people's playthroughs, but that alien just spawns in different spots. So, like, it could be walking down a hallway away from you, and you think you're safe, and then all of a sudden it'll spawn behind you. No, oh, well, that's a bit crappy. So, that completely removes the whole sense of that it's walking around doing its own thing. Because I'm, I'm all for the alien having sporadic AI and not being predictable, because that makes it more scary. But when yeah. it just it just spawns where you are just you know to keep the alien near you, I think that's really kind of crap. So, but anyway, no, that's, it's just it's far too long. You spend so much time hiding, and the save system is busted as hell. Um, the save points show up so sporadically, and it takes a good 30 seconds, maybe more, to actually save. And you're not safe, so the alien could be in the vicinity and walk up to you and kill you mid-save, and you just lost a half hour, 45 minutes of gameplay. And in a game, wow. and in a game that's that long and that tedious, that's really frustrating. Mm. Especially when you can you can lose that 30, 45 minutes, and the only thing you did in that 30 or 45 minutes is hide from the fucking alien. <laughs> That's all you did. Hmm. It's just... Uh. It's, it's such a disappointment, too, because the game nails everything. It feels like the original movie. You know, it's got... It's, visually, it's stunning. It just looks really good. It's got the perfect aesthetic and atmosphere. It's just... For that just to be broken. Yes. It seems like... And you know what? This is what all you people who complain about games are not long enough get. Because I'm sure they're out there going, if we, you know, if we made this 6 to 10 hours, people would complain it was too short for $60. Well, guess what? It's 20 hours, and 12 hours of it's boring as fuck. <laughs> so congratulations, you won the make games longer argument, and in turn made one of the really cooler ideas of a video game in the past five years really monotonous and boring. You know what this sounds like to me? Hmm. This sounds like a boardroom meeting. They basically got together and they said, okay, alien colonial marines, you know why that sucked? Because it was based on aliens. Let's make a game based on alien. And uh, they basically went from one extreme to the other extreme. And it seemed like the people that or behind this, they were basically like, 
we are not making aliens. We are not making aliens. They just, they probably just kept, that was like part of their motto. So they're like, we're making the original alien, you know? So it, it's like, but we have to stretch it out to 20 hours. And, I, and that's a part of the, uh, that's a part of the magic of, uh, the original movie was, uh, when you hide from an alien, you're not, the, the, the tension, it's like a, it's like a, a good horror movie. You have, if you have too much of it, like constantly, um, it loses its appeal. It loses its mystery. It loses the, uh, the, the horror aspect of it loses its teeth. And it's just, uh, it, it just seems like to me an answer to everybody's you know, everybody being pissed off about colonial Marines. And that's what it sounds like to me. They, they felt like they were saying, okay, this is the definitive alien experience here because that past game wasn't short so, by 12 hours and they nailed it. Yeah. That's, that's, I mean, truthfully, that is the first five to six hours of that game is amazing. They could have stretched it out another two hours to kind of wrap it up, but that should have been it. So, and then, like I said, the alien goes from being completely terrifying to just entirely annoying. Annoying as shit. Yeah, uh, and it just it kills the fun of that game, and it's yeah. it's sad because they nailed it. Like I said, they nailed the aesthetic, they nailed the atmosphere, the sound effects are fantastic, the visuals are great. Just yeah, stretching it out, man. Didn't work. That's unfortunate. It is because it's just something I was really excited to play, even though it's not my kind of. I don't particularly like this the stealth kind of you can't win games. I've never been a huge fan of them, but I am a huge fan of the Alien series. So I thought this would just be really kind of a neat idea, and it just no. It's just not. It's not. It's disappointing. Especially when it's one of two horror games that I was really looking forward to in October. But I'll tell you about the other one next week. <laughs> so there you go. Cool. Uh, as far as future funneling goes, yeah, I'm going to finish up Evil Within. Uh, Killer Instinct Season 2 drops officially this week, so I'll be looking forward to playing that. Uh, oh, I forgot something. Or did I, you forget? I played the Bayonetta 2 demo. Oh. And? It's so good. <laughs> awesome. It looks so much better in, when you're playing it on your screen than it does in those videos. I mean, it is it is super slick. Never dropped a frame. And if you thought the first Bayonetta was crazy, strap in, brother. <laughs> brother. Oh, holy cow. You know, just got Hulk Hogan on us. I did. Th- this game has been getting huge praise. It's, it's fantastic. Like, as soon as you start playing it, it feels perfect. It's like that first time you played Devil May Cry, and, the, like, the controls were so good in an action game that it just made you a better, you know, it makes you a better player. Like this game feels like that. Like as soon as you start doing combos, because the first opening screen is the, just like the first game where you're just running around the black and white background, like practicing combos and the combos just come smooth as butter. It it just plays so good. And I cannot wait to play the final version. Um, yeah, I'm really excited about that game. The demo's pretty nice. good. It's like, I think it's... And, pff, Nintendo, really, the 15... The 15 boot limit. 
Yep. So dumb. Not that yeah. I'm going to play that 15 times, but... Spoon's uh, buying that right end of this month, isn't it? Yeah, it's out in, yeah. like, uh, next... Not not next week, Tuesday, next week, Friday. Yeah. I I need to download and play that demo. Yes, you do. 24th, isn't it? That's my yeah, birthday. Yeah, it's, on, it's yeah. on Friday. I'm super stoked for that game. Ah, not a big fan. I know you're not. Me neither. Well, I wouldn't imagine you were. <laughs> uh, but yeah, future fondling. Uh, maybe Sunset Overdrive comes in this week. Oh, you little bitch! I would be super stoked for that. <laughs> We're trying to get Bayonetta codes, but I'm I keep getting oh we don't have them, which I know is bullshit because I know a lot of people do. <sighs> That's why I ran it on Twitter the other night. I don't care if you tell me no, just don't fucking lie to me. Don't lie to me. I hate it when you... It's it's like they think that none of us talk to each other. Yeah. Yeah. Like, none of... No, none of the journalists talk to each other. It's just like when the PR people are like, what, you don't think we talk... I know you talk <laughs> to each other. I don't email two different people from your company asking for the same game. Yeah. I, I know... I'm not stupid. So stop treating well, the, me like I'm stupid. The one that always cracks me up is the... Um, the... Uh, they run through their allotment on digital codes. Yeah. Well, like, that is, that is actually true. I know, but it's like it sucks, but it is true because you know Microsoft. It's not like a game. It's not like a disc though, where they'd have to press another one. No, but Microsoft and Sony only give them so many. I know. What pisses me? I know how it works. I'm just saying it pisses me off. What pisses me off about it is when they go, you know, we ran out of codes, and then I hear sites like, you know, IGN or Giant Bomb, four members of their staff have one. Right. That pisses me off because. They're, you know, all they're doing is saying, oh, yeah, I played it for five minutes. They're not even reviewing it. So you're cutting out a review just because that site's bigger. And I don't like that. I think that's complete utter bullshit. It is. Totally agree. So, but anyway, enough about that. (sighs) Yeah, I'd really like to play Sunset Overdrive this week. I'm really looking forward to that game. But let's talk about what's coming out this week. It's a lot. It's a lot. Uh, Dance Central Spotlight with Kinect comes out this week. Um, Duck Dynasty comes out this week. Game of the year. Yep. Who's who's publishing that? I want to get it right. Activision. Activision Budget. Who who developed it? Uh, Hold on, and I will tell you. Maybe. Uh... Come on, God. son of a bitch. Uh, it says developers Activision. <laughs> it must be internal. Mine's, <laughs> uh, Sleeping Dogs is out this week, which I did play that, by the way. The review is going up. Um, it's got some frame rate issues, which is really kind of disappointing. Uh, but it looks about the same as the PC version. Um... And I think it's overpriced because over here we don't get it cheaper. It's sixty bucks. I think that should have been a great forty dollar release. So, uh, the Evil Within is also out this week. Uh, the Walking Dead for PS4 and Xbox One is out this week. Uh, Killer Instinct Season Two is uh, dropping it like it's hot this week. A Borderlands the pre sequel. Is that on Tuesday? 
Uh, Pac-Man and the Ghostly Adventures 2. They actually made a sequel to that game. Which the first one wasn't bad. It was actually pretty good. Jacob likes that cartoon. Yeah, the the game was not bad. Um, Monopoly Plus is out for the Xbox 360 this week. Why? I have no idea what that is. Oh man, look at this. So it's a company called Black Lantern Studios that's making Duck Dynasty. They have made nothing but almost Door the Explorer games. Sweet. They also oh, made an Iron Chef game. All these on 3DS pretty much. Yeah. Agatha Christie. <laughs> Agatha yeah, I, got, Christie, I, I think I have to play this game. Uh, and finally... Tears of Tiara 2, Heir of the Overlord, is out on Tuesday. Jay's reviewing that. It's already done. Oh, it hasn't been posted yet. Yeah, it hasn't been posted yet. Uh, which, by the way, his latest review that he sent to me yesterday has the most controversial headline that we may ever have posted. Oh, really? Oh, boy. Stay tuned for it? that. <laughs> what is it? What, what game is it? Uh, Sinran Kagura? It's a Vita game. Oh right, yeah. He told me what the he told me what the title of it was. He, yeah. Or he told me he told me what the tagline was. Yeah, I don't I, know if we could use that. I, hey, Jason, I, I'm debating it. Jason, he, he's, he, said he said he's he's gone. Oh, yeah. okay. he he'll be he, right back. He said he'd be right back. All right, I was just gonna say why you said Vita. It sparked that. I I don't know. Did anybody play the free PS Plus Vita game? What the was it? RPG one. What was it? Uh, I don't remember Rainbow or oh, Rainbow, Rainbow Moon. Moon. Yeah, no, that's old. You can actually, yeah, you can actually play it on PS3 as yeah. well. I was just trying to figure out if it was any good. Uh, I've I heard it's one of those. It. Well, I've heard it's one of those real hardcore strategy Grind. RPGs, right? Yeah, a lot of yeah, grinding. Really you like this guy? Maybe a little more hardcore than that. Gotcha. Yeah, I've I've heard it's pretty tough. Final Fantasy Tactics. Oh, okay. Well, I like uh, Final Fantasy Tactics. I just heard that this game is very grindy. Yeah, and a gotcha. lot of people didn't like it. Um, finally, Pets Beach, Pets Countryside, and Pop Tropica Forgotten Islands. Why? Are out for the 3DS this week. Pop Tropica. I don't even think that any of those games matter. This don't matter. So let's talk about news. You can't eat cop it, Daddy. <laughs> Uh, not a lot going in the news this week except for that big story that we'll get to in a second. Um, we talked enough about Drive Club to push it into the ground, but what's funny is that they're actually turning off features to try to get the servers to work, and that's not a good thing. What's, what features are they turning off? Uh, let's see here. Driving. Challenges. <laughs> Driving. Turn off the challenges. Uh, some functions are temporarily unavailable, including challenges and social updates. But for those of you that can't connect, you'll still be able to participate in clubs, leaderboards, and online multiplayer races. So even if you get online, challenges and social updates are off. I mean, the social updates are dumb anyway, but I mean, the challenges were one of the things I actually liked about it. Well, they don't work, even if you connect online right now. Uh, okay. So I think that's really it outside of let's talk about Ubisoft and the th- that they threw up this week. Yeah. <laughs> so Ubisoft came out and said, hey, we're not, uh, we're making Assassin's Creed Unity 900p 
30 frames a second on both next-gen machines. Don't forget to say why they said they were doing The that. quote was, to avoid debates and stuff. And stuff. Stuff. What? And stuff. Brilliant to stuff. To avoid all the debates and stuff. Stuff. Was the actual quote. Yeah, use Seriously? the word stuff. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That this was like, the actual quote. This is so stupid. <laughs> which, by the way, did you see uh, Bioware's response? I did, which I thought was fantastic. Yeah, they came out and said, you know, Dragon Age Inquisition will run at 1080p, 30 on PlayStation, on PlayStation on, 4. Yeah, in order to take advantage of the differences in hardware. Yeah. It was and basically stuff. their perfect and, and stuff. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> what kills me about all of this... Is the difference between 1080p and 900p is so fucking minuscule? But it's a bigger number than the other one. But and it, that's, it's that's the thing yeah. is it should not matter no, because abso- if you put absolutely. those games side by side, it, you would be hard pressed to find the difference. You'd need a big ass TV to do that, but it's a number bigger than another one that's on a different console and it just flames and stuff. I can see why. Well, they... well but yeah, I exactly think the, uh, the other point of it is <laughs> if one console is more powerful than the other. Why would you purposely limit your game on that console? Because one has a marketing deal with the um, other That's console. bullshit. That's, that's where the... And that's, the controversy why lies. It's a controversy, that's why yeah. it's a controversy. Because if it's possible, which it should be based on every other developer, then why is it limited? And what people are coming up with is, well, the only reason it's limited is because Xbox wanted them to limit it. Now... Is that necessarily the truth? No, it's not. But that's where the controversy is, is why is it only 900 on one when everybody else that's releasing these th- uh, third-party games is pushing more out of the PS4? And I think, and you had the PR guy who came straight out and said, no, we're purposely limiting it on the PS4 to avoid debates and stuff. And I think that was the truth. But he shouldn't have said it. Yeah, yeah, but, but you're, you're causing a debate by saying that you don't do you're doing it because you don't want to cause a debate. It's right. the irony, of course. But <clears throat> in the in the grand scheme of things, the fact that we're spending more than five minutes talking about this is fucking dumb. Then because in the long run, it doesn't matter. Yeah. If 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 they want to do that, that's their decision, and they're doing it so that people won't be you know spending their time focusing on that instead of the fucking game itself. Yeah. We need to but th- they're need doing to- that anyway, because as soon as they came out and said that they were going to do that, now all of a sudden that's all anybody's talking about. But that's what they're talking about. They're not talking about the game. No, Right, that's what I'm saying. Their, if their PR strategy was, we're going to limit these two so that nobody talks about the resolution, then what they should have come out and said is it's going to be 930 on both because the gameplay is more important to us, and to achieve our gameplay benchmarks, that's where we needed to be. And then well, that's nobody what they, yeah, that's would have what, said anything about it. Well, that's what they said after the, that's what they the said afterwards. Yeah, but it's too late at that. Yeah, well, of course. As soon as your PR guy comes out and says, well, we did it on purpose to avoid debate, all you did was make the problem worse if that's really what you were trying to avoid. Um, which makes me think it's not really what they were trying to avoid. No, I think they were. I just think that guy's an idiot, and I think he's in a load of trouble. Yeah, oh, I'm sure he is. Because he wasn't supposed to say that. He was just being frank. As Jason put it. Yes. He was just being blunt and saying exactly why they did it, and he just needed to keep his mouth shut. 
And like I said, the fact that we've spent so much time over the past week, this has been all anybody's talking about. And there's great fucking games that are coming out. <laughs> Who cares? This yep. generation is so goddamn stupid at this point. Mm-hmm. It is. Play where you want to play. Why do you care? If nobody, here's the thing: if nobody had told you, you wouldn't even know. Nope. There's a reason why Digital Foundry's articles are so popular because you can't tell. You need somebody to go in there and technically find it to tell you. It's ridiculous. Yep. We need everybody stuff. wants the best. That's that's fine. It's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. As long as the game comes out and it's 900p locked at 30 uh, frames per second, but you better believe if there are frame rate drops on either one of those, this oh. whole thing is going to blow up again. It just makes because it then worse. it's going to come down to, well, why are frames dropping? Is it because of what you guys did to lock the PlayStation version at 900? It's going to. I'm telling you, it's going to blow up again. As long as yep, if there's any technical issues with the game whatsoever, that's what's going to happen. And we all know Ubisoft has a history of cocking things up. So, yeah, because Watch Dogs performed so well when it came. Yeah, out. absolutely. See, that's the thing is I don't even give a shit because Watch Dogs was just kind of boring. Well, yeah, yeah but <laughs> Assassin's Creed does. Well, regardless, boring. it's it still is. It's one of those things that people remember about the graphical fidelity and stuff, and that, that's all going to be called up again. And from what I can gather, there are, um, from the people that are playing it, again, probably early code, but there are some issues with frame rate, so it's something they need to make sure is tickety-boo when it comes to release date. Tickety-boo? Tickety-boo. Oh, that's a new one. Anyway, I'm, I'm done having a resolution conversation. It's I find it so fucking stupid. I just do. Yeah. I am so sick of that being the focal point of this generation. Yep. Yes, PS4 is more powerful. Yes, Xbox One's probably going to run at 900p for most of the generation. Get over it. We're done. Move on. Yeah, who gives a crap? It, uh, that, so, ni- that 900p versus 1080p hasn't affected anybody's gameplay. So let me uh, let me let me play devil's advocate for a minute. What happens? What would have happened if they come out and said it's 900p on both systems? It's 30 frames on both systems. We lock the frame rate at 30 when we could have done 60 on the PS4 because we want to avoid debate, avoid debate and stuff. Is it more important then? It'd be the same argument. It's it's but, the same argument, and I understand that. Truthfully, frame rate means more to me than resolution. Well, resolution has a pretty dramatic impact on frame rate. So I, I think the point would be if the PlayStation 4 can push a higher resolution, then why, if you want the resolutions to stay the same, why aren't you pushing the frame rate higher? And like I said, that doesn't make a difference as long as the game doesn't come out and have frame rate problems. But if know. the game comes out and has frame rate problems and you purposely scaled back the resolution and uh, frames, then it's going to cause another issue. Yeah. I don't know. All I know is at this point my head hurts. Yeah. Because, uh, uh, truthfully, if a game comes out and it plays fine to the point where I'm not affected by the frame rate, I really don't who care. Cares? I, yeah, who I, cares? I'm, sure. I'm playing the game to have fun. Sure, if it looks better, like, let's, let's, here's a perfect example. Drive Club is probably one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. I don't have fun playing it. So I really don't care. No, I, don't, I, get, I, I get that. 
I, I think my point is just, and I'm not one of those guys that thinks everything has to be 60 frames. I'm fine with 30. I'm just not fine with 20. Um, and if it comes out and it starts dropping like crazy on both, well, then they got bigger problems. Oh, no. There's there's definitely bigger problems if a frame rate drops that bad. But let's be fair. Has there been a game so far on this gen that's really been that bad? No. Now, I don't think it's going to start with AC because... Well, Watch Dogs. I mean... Oh, yeah. Uh, I didn't and have, that was the last Ubisoft game. But I don't I don't have I didn't have an issue with Watch Dogs' frame rate. I thought that was one of the major complaints. No, the major I complaint mean, I know was from my stamp, I know from my standpoint should. it was, but I played on last gen. So. Yeah, I don't know. I I never had an issue with the frame rate. I just thought the game was boring as shit. <laughs> well, that's true. So regardless of what generation you played it on. Yeah. No. I didn't have much of an issue with the frame rate. I mean, it was no more than any other open world game. Sure, if you're going to sit there and analyze it, you're probably going to notice frame drops. You're going to notice frame drops in any game. But nothing stays locked 60 frames a second, except maybe Call of Duty, because they use some kind of voodoo over there. (laughs) Or Wipeout HD. Yeah, that's true. Wipeout HD was... See, that made me sick almost. (laughs) That game was... Whew. You needed at that in that game though, because the sense of speed was so crazy. Oh yeah, I don't know. I just think we spend way too much time worrying about this shit. I think, I think it's ridiculous. Anyway, let's move on. Uh, I'm gonna hold the emails for next week because it's it's late. It's two o'clock and we got a lot of tweets. What? Yeah, it's late, Drew. We didn't get what started. What time is it? It's two o'clock. We're usually wrapping up by now because we waited and started late because Jason was late. So, we're going to do tweets, which don't worry, there's plenty. Uh, Che Morongo says, God damn it, I caved and I got Traff Team and spent $150 on figures. I'm a lost cause. Wow. Yeah. That sounds like my Christmas. He says he had a lot of credit from trade-ins, so, and uh, they price matched the Toys R Us deal, so he really didn't spend money, but still. You got a lot of plastic laying around, buddy. Of course, I got a lot of plastic laying around, too. <laughs> May I do, too? Hell, I have uh, giants. I have 85 figures, Drew. I don't have that many. I have one of every element. I have multiples of every... I think the minimum that I had of every element was six. Most of them I have over ten. You're insane. Ah, they just send me a lot of figures. Um... Excuse me. Henrik says, I hate you guys. I bought Diablo. Co-op with Rumi two days, level 45, and I'm starting my Masters tomorrow for fuck's sake. Nice. Um, Adam says, Mordor is so good. No wonder Batman was delayed. This can be this year's Batman. He also says, anyone worked out that Mordor timeline yet? I'm confused as fuck. (laughs) Um, No. I have no clue when that game takes place. Uh, truthfully, I don't care. Uh, I'm am saying it's in between The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings. Well, that's that's it what they no, officially say. It yeah. still makes no sense. Yeah, it does. Yeah, why is he still walking around? He's still walking around, but he doesn't have the ring. He he does have the ring. He has a ring, but he doesn't have the ring of power. I'm sorry. 
Whatever. Fuck Lord of the Rings. God damn it. <laughs> this shit is so dumb. Anyway. Uh, Mookie's Grove says EID is an Islamic holiday, and we recently celebrated one of the EID events a few days ago. Uh, he he pre, uh, called EID Al-Adha. Okay. Uh, so that's what we... Well, last week we got a tweet saying, did anybody celebrate EID, remember? Yeah. Oh! Yeah, and we didn't, and we weren't sure what it was. So thank you for the clarification. Definitely. Uh, he also says another awesome topic about destiny with the crew. F that, I'll just play games that I enjoy, like Torchlight Two. There you go. That's a great game. Uh, your Cara says Drive Club, more like Delay Club. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. <laughs> oh, it's funny though. Uh, it was delayed, I mean, technically. Uh, blah, blah, blue. Lots of tweets. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Ex-PlayStation Home devs want to build a new virtual world for PS4 called Neotopia. It's now on Kickstarter. Does this mean there will not be home for PS4? Where will the home community migrate to? Under the bridge. Under, yeah, well, yeah, where did they migrate to three years ago when home died? Yeah, they're not going to make home for PS4. They just shut it down on PS3. So it's not happening. Well, Kickstarter, I mean, if it gets backed. Oh, Kickstarter. Uh, do you think Neotopia or Home will be the killer app for Morpheus? Do you think Facebook will be the next home with Oculus? I think a lot of people forgot Morpheus even existed. I, I know I did. And I know I, I don't think it's ever going to... I don't think Morpheus is really ever going to come out. I think it will. But I really think this virtual reality stuff is is taking so long to get to market, and it's going to be super expensive. Yeah, I think it's going to end up being like Connect and PlayStation Move and all that stuff. It's just going to be a passing phase. It is. I mean, I hate to say it, but it is. I don't know. I I think in its current iteration, yes. What it would take is someone to make a a much cheaper and a much more dynamic solution. And that's not going to happen. Because let's let's look at it this way, Jason. John Carmack, who could possibly be the most brilliant person working in games, is the one working on Oculus Rift. Yeah. Yeah. So if you tell me he can't fix the problems with Oculus Rift as far as money and performance well, is concerned. Well, to be fair, the Oculus program has been going on for, I think, almost two years now. Yeah. I'm thinking that VR won't hit mainstream at least at the minimum two to three years from now. And I'm thinking that by the time it does, it might be a much more smaller, sleeker, and cheaper version of the product. I don't know. I just I just see this as passing, fa- passing fad. Me too. Uh I know I've lost what little interest I had in it because I think it's one of those. It's kind of like a 3D movie. You want you you do it once and then you're kind of like, eh, okay. I mean, three. If you look at it back then, 3D was big in the 80s and then it died. And it came back again, then it died. Yeah. Same with virtual reality. Virtual reality was huge in the 90s. Fucking lawnmower man and bullshit like that. And then it, and then died. it died. And, and it's it gonna do back. it again. And then it'll yeah. die. I don't know. Certain things stick, but 3D and virtual reality just altering your vision of something just doesn't seem to stick. It's a gimmick, is what it is. Yeah. It's not. It, it's not. It is something that's neat to do for like an hour, and then you don't. You want to go back to normal. 
Yeah, I think I think that the big game changer will be modern the modern day version equivalent of the uh, the holodeck. <laughs> Sorry, that's not happening anytime soon. Have you seen Oculus Rift games? The I'm best the, the best ones are just really dumb five minute experiences. Truthfully. I mean, there there is not really a game that exists for it yet. I mean, it's all tech demos. Yeah, or I mean, you or you add support into like have have you heard people talk about playing a game like Half Life or Counter Strike with the Oculus Rift? They're like, that's neat for five minutes, but yeah. I would never want to play the game like that. Yeah, and that's the problem. Oh, anyway, uh, his next one says, Is the YouTube Shadow of Mordor deal a new low in journalism? Are the YouTubers worse than old gaming media journalists? Yes. I don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> well, let's, for those who don't know what it is, Shadow of Mordor for the PC, um, WB wasn't really sending out codes to reviewers. Yeah. They were instead focusing on YouTubers with what they call a deal. And the deal consisted of them paying the YouTuber money and giving them early access to the game. And in return, the YouTuber had to create like two or three videos, do a live stream. Um, they were not allowed to say anything negative about the game, nor were they allowed to show glitches on their stream. Yeah. Uh, but it also had to be disclosed. Yeah. They also couldn't mention Lord of the Rings yes. or The Hobbit. That's you right. You were not supposed to say either one of those. Really? Yep. Yeah. Because they want to separate. That's why it's not called Lord of the Rings. Because they want to separate yeah. themselves from the movies and the books. Now, this is Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor. So, yeah, it's. Ah, I'm pretty sure these deals have been around for a long time, so I'm not too concerned about it. I mean, at least now they're disclosed. You know, I mean, they they came out and said, "Yes, they paid me to do this." Yeah, exactly, and that's what they have to do. But the biggest thing for me is, is that Shadows of Mordor can stand on its own. They didn't have to do these. You That's can only say good things about it and shit like that. I mean, all you had to do was just say, here, here's the fucking preview of the game. Play it and just put a video up and people would be like, damn, this looks kind of cool. Yeah, this game stood on its own. This deal made it look worse than it did. Exactly. And I think that's the downside of it. And I don't understand why they were so worried about it other than, I guess, trying to get it out to more mainstream audiences. Because truthfully, we don't care about what most of those YouTubers are doing. No, we're looking, screaming into a fucking microphone. Yeah, most of them are just screaming or being angry, and that's what they've made their stick off of, and that's fine. So, whatever. I don't know. I think it's just a bunch of guys who have become popular making money. You know, it's just like you see a lot of the people who are big game journalists complaining about what they have to do. Like, oh my god, look at all these reviews we got to do. Look at all these games we got. You know why? Because they're getting paid to do that. They're not doing it because they enjoy it. They're doing it because they're getting paid. Yeah. So whatever. Anyway. I mean, I still sound the same way too, but I, I, it's because I feel obligated. You know. <laughs> yeah. Because my payment was getting the game for free. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, oh shit! They gave me this game for free. I really got to get this review out. Pretty much, but you still get excited when you get a new game. Absolutely. I think it's like Christmas. Hell yeah! <laughs> you kidding me? For a person, for me, when I was a kid and I was a big video game player, imagining what that I get to do this now for free, that's like a fucking dream come true, dude. 
Oh yeah, you get a game like two weeks early for free. Yeah, that's like the best thing ever. You're like, oh my god. I don't want to get paid for it. If I got paid for it, I'd hate it. Yeah, I'd probably end up being, you know, cynical and jaded like the rest of them. Yeah. Uh, he also says, "Do you think the new gaming media, YouTubers and Twitchers, will kill the old media websites? Will they end up? Will they end like Dead Tree Media Mag magazines? I guess." No. Uh, I doubt it. The problem with video game media, and I see this all the time, is like, I see PR companies like saying, I sent out 300 codes. Why the fuck are there 300 video game websites that are getting codes for games? <laughs> well, that just seems True. insanity to me. Like well, I, why, I, I why do they why do they send them to ZTGD? I don't know, but probably because we've been around for ten years and we're on Metacritic. I mean, that's and we're affiliated with M4G. I mean, those all seem like good reasons to send a code. Well, yeah, I mean, we like I said, we got that feather in our cap. Yeah, we're lucky. We're lucky. We we are lucky. We've been around for a long time, but you know, like Joe Schmo website that started last week. Okay, they send them a code. You know what I mean? You should probably be a little more. Choosy with who you send codes to. I read an article last week about how this company created a game and were emailing people, just a few people, uh, to see and sending them codes. And then they kept getting emails from people saying, "Hey, I'm a YouTuber and and I I've got this many subscribers and I was wondering if I could get a review code." But it was actually coming from the same fucking person. Yeah, there's a scam going on where people are getting codes. But and then selling the codes. Yeah, they're posing as YouTubers and stuff like that to get free codes, which I think is ridiculous. Like, And that's why you've got to be careful and check who you're sending the codes to, because at this point, if there's 350 codes going out, that's a little ridiculous. You need to, you need to keep track of who you're sending them to. The thing, the thing <laughs> is, is that, I mean, even for me... The, I, I can't tell you how many fucking review codes I get on a daily fucking basis now. Oh, yeah. But they're mostly just like these really no-name Steam games. This is true, but, I mean, you're still giving out these these codes to people just just hoping that they'll even look at it. I mean, granted, I would love to look at all these games, but I have so much shit I have to do. Like I said, I don't get paid for this. I have a full-time job. I can't do this all the time. Yeah, there's there's a limit to what you can do in the span of a day. But it but it blows my mind the amount of people who will just they see my email address on the website and send it to Drew. I literally got an email the other day. It said Drew Frustrated Fury Leechman. We would like to we would like <laughs> you to look those. at our game. It's all it, it's all like automated based oh, yeah, off yeah. of robots sending text. It's it's it, ridiculous. It's, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, it's crazy. I don't know. It's it's a weird business. It's a super weird business, and it's just I don't I don't know. It, it's something that you never want to deal with. Dealing with PR is a full 40-hour-a-week job. It's, it dealt, sucks. I dealt with them for about a year. Yeah, it's not fun, is it? No, it sucks ass. Yeah, it's just... And it's not that everybody in PR sucks ass. I don't, I don't want to say that, because a lot of them are really cool. Yeah. It's just super frustrating to be dealing with so many different people, and it's just... I don't know. You don't know who you need to deal with. You don't know, you know, who responds to you and if you should respond back. And it's just it's shit like that. Yeah, my only pet peeve is the PR people not responding to emails. Yeah, like emails when they when they send me an email or review copy and say in the email, 
email me if you have any questions and I email a question and never hear anything back, that drives me crazy. Yeah, and I think that's uh, that's bad on both sides now because like Drew said, we get so many fucking emails and we'll get, you know, replies to those emails saying, "Hey, did you look at this?" And it's just like you can't do it all. Yeah. There, there's just no way when you're running a site with, you know, anywhere between 5 to 10 people, th- there's no way. You just can't do it. And every now and then we'll we'll look at something that's a little smaller, which is fine, but yeah, on, on, as a general rule, we just don't have time to look at everything, and we got to focus on what what people who listen to the show or read the site want to know about. Right? Yeah. You know, they don't necessarily want to know about the latest early access Steam game. Well, every once in a while, you get something that's kind of cool. Oh, you know, no, like, a lot of them are cool. I'm not yeah, saying heavy, that they're not cool. Like games. Heavy bullets. I had never heard of heavy bullets. But then I reviewed it and said, huh, this is actually kind of cool. I did a video of it, and I'm sure the people that made Heavy Bullets loved that. Yeah, so, and the problem was is that nobody reading our site really cared about it. Exactly. <laughs> and that's the problem. That's, that's why the, we don't cover those. You know, everybody wants to know what we thought about Chad of Mordor. Yeah. But not everybody right. wants to know about what we thought about Heavy Bullets. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the way this fun thing works. And that's what I do all day long. My inbox is it's usually five to 600 emails a day. It's ridiculous. Anyway, um, should gamers start their own social network now with the amount of harassment gamers receive in the gamers versus journalist war? Should gamers move to Google Plus since no one is using it? <laughs> There's uh, a reason no, why. <laughs> I think people just That's need what to... Google wants you to do. I got news for you. If gamers went and created their own, it would be just as bad. Anything, my... anything public is just, it's, it's just the way it is. I mean, I'm a gamer, and I guess I'm a journalist. I don't know what the fuck I no, am. No, you're not a journalist. I'm not a journalist. No. But I haven't received any... I, have, I haven't I have received any threats or anything like that. Then again, I don't go around antagonizing people. Or, or at least try not to. That That's the thing about it, is that the people that are doing the whole Gamergate bullshit is that there are anti-Gamergate people, and then there are Gamergate people. And they, they are constantly going at each other's throats, you know? They're always making pokes back and forth. And I'm exactly. Sick, I'm getting sick of it in my feed. I've, I've muted everybody who ever talks about it. I'm trying to. I'm, I'm getting to that point now, too, because I'm just like, both sides just shut the fuck up. Yeah, if you I, both, I if you both shut them. the fuck up, nobody else... We'll, we'll get no information doxxed. Nobody will get death threats or anything like that. Now, should I say they should get death threats? No. I'm just saying if both sides shut the fuck up, there won't be any problems. But everybody's got to have an opinion nowadays. Everybody's got to say whatever they want to fucking say and then call people out on it because it's the Internet. You know, the hypocrisy among people going back and forth on this is hilarious because they're like, you shouldn't be saying this. You're stupid. It's you, fucking you, you realize what you just said. You just called them stupid, so you're not any better than them. What What is it we were taught in grade school? Just, you know, if somebody says something, to you just walk the fuck away. Yeah, you, you, ain't, you ain't gotta nice to say. Don't say anything at all. Yeah, and if I'm sorry, but if you're gonna get angry and yell at people on Twitter, I, I guess I'm just. I grew up in an age where if somebody had told me that, I'd have been like, "You got to be fucking." Get, you yelled at somebody online. Like really. Ooh, you giant badass! You you typed out a couple pieces of text about how you're going. Okay, never mind. I'm just gonna leave it alone. Trust me, we've we've been in Twitter controversies before, Ken. I know. I just think it's dumb. It's fucking Twitter. Yes, it's 140 characters with somebody at a keyboard. Yeah. 
Seriously, just let it go. Anyway, let's move on. Uh, Anthony says, Hey guys, hope everything is going well. What are your opinions on whether or not, uh, whether or not don't should give out extra content? I wonder if he meant to say Sony. Sony should give out extra content for Drive Club PS Plus Edition. I personally do not think Sony should have to give anything to the people waiting for the PS Plus version of the game. Things happen, life goes on, everyone who's getting the free version is still going to get it anyways. Well, that's that's another one of those things. Uh, the privilege, you it's know, this should, this, should have, this should have been on PlayStation Plus, you know. What was what was that big game everybody thought was going? Oh, a Rogue Legacy, yeah, or Transistor. Yeah, they, they, these were they touted these as you know free PlayStation Plus things, and I'm not buying it. Yeah, no, they never said they were play. They said they were indie games. That was the confusion I think Sony made is they made this confusion of like here's all these indie games and here's PlayStation Plus. You just assume you're going to get those games for free because well they're not real games. Yeah, when they had that big yeah. collage of indie games and everybody, everybody playing them at the same time, and they're like, "Oh man, we're getting all these games for free!" Oh yeah, they, they're, they're not, not. They're not disc games. They're not real, quote unquote, real games. Yeah, so, and I'm not games. paying fifteen dollars for some stupid transistor game. Transistor, fuck that. No, nah, I'm not paying fifteen. You crazy? You want me to pay fifteen dollars for that game? Fuck that. Rogue Legacy, twenty dollars. Kiss my ass. <sighs> People. Uh, I'm not going to go into that. Uh, he says, I do plan on trying the PS Plus version before I buy the game, but I'm content with it just getting the game to play for free. Well, if you listen to this podcast, you probably should just play the free one. Yeah, I would suggest that to anybody out there. If you have PlayStation Plus and you're curious about Drive Club, you have a demo coming. Just, so. just, just wait and play that because not yeah. everybody's going to like it. And in fact, a lot of people don't. And it's certainly... Regardless of whether or not you like it, I still don't think that the package that they're they're selling is worth sixty bucks. Well, if you get the PlayStation Plus version, you get it fifty. Still, I don't think it's worth fifty bucks. That feels like a thirty dollar game to me. It really does. Damn, it just does. It's so much stuff missing. All right, um, Anthony, a different Anthony. It's two Ma- Anthony's. Wait, is it Malibu? No, Malibu was the one that just asked us about drive. Club. Okay, okay. This is Anthony Clegg, one ninety eight. Okay. He says, "What's the biggest game you guys have never played? Mine is Metroid." Never Shoot. played a Metroid, huh? That's big. I guess you might want to play Mega Man. Game. You've yeah. never played a Mega Man game? Yeah. We've had this conversation. Yeah, we've made I- fun of him a lot about it. Oh, okay. I, I didn't know Mega that. Man. Um. I'm trying to think if there is one I've never played. I guess technically I've never played a Persona. I mean, I played Golden for about an hour. Yeah. But outside of that, I've never really played one all the way through. I guess that's probably mine, too. Yeah. Because I think Uh, I've played about everything else. I think I have. uh, I mean, technically, I, I put about three hours into The Last of Us and turned it off. Um I haven't played Last of Us, so I guess that's probably a good one. I mean, as far as like you know, big series go, I was trying to think if there's like a big series that I've never played outside of Persona. Up until Sonic Generations, I had never played a Sonic game before. Yeah, I know that still blows my fucking mind. I never owned a Sega console. Still, Sonic's been on other consoles a lot <laughs> since what nineteen or since two thousand two thousand one. 
when they came to GameCube. Yeah. That's been, you know, that's been over a decade. How old does that make you feel? Makes me feel 14 years older than 2002. Dreamcast is now 15 years old. How's that feel? <laughs> Dude, Resident Evil Remake came out in 2002. I know. That's, that's 12 years ago. 12 dude. years ago. <laughs> and I'm sitting here playing it right now. Seems like yesterday. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, there's nothing. I, there's nothing that I haven't played. I've tried just about everything. So we've heard. Fuck off. <laughs> wow, man! I, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to rack my brain now. I, I can't think of anything. I, I think I'm even going back to the old NES stuff, and there's just I've yeah. played Dragon Warriors, I've played Final Fantasies, I've played all the Metroid games, all the Castlevanias. I mean, Dra- Dragon Warrior. That's that's a series I've never touched. You've really? never played Dragon Warrior? No, never played Dragon yeah. Warrior. I was a, I was huge. I was a big Final Fantasy guy, but I never played Dragon Warrior. Yeah, I've I've even played through the first the very first one. Yep, you know. me too. I mean, I, I, I haven't the, really uh, touched it since, but I had the free uh, copy of it that came with what was it, Nintendo Power? Yep. Yeah, no wonder there's copies of that game everywhere. Yep. <laughs> Damn, I can't. No. You, you know what? You know what? One of the biggest series that I I probably not played more than ten minutes of FIFA. Oh, I played FIFA. I played FIFA Street. That's the only FIFA I've ever played. <laughs> that doesn't count, Drew. Oh, it's FIFA Street. It's made by EA. It's not FIFA. It's well, not. It's... it's not proper FIFA. No, it's not. I, but I did. I had. I actually enjoyed that game. I thought it was actually kind of fun. Yeah. No, I've never. I've, I mean, I've I've played it for like five minutes. That's about it. Um, that's a really good question, but yeah, I, I think I'll have to go with Persona. Persona is probably the biggest one that I've never, never really played because the first hour of Golden is not really playing it. No. <laughs> so. Yeah, you're right yeah. about that. I mean, you you have to dedicate some time to Persona games, but you know, I I still stand by it, man. Persona 4, it's one of the best role-playing games that's ever been made. I may yep. pick it back up now because I got... Uh, that's the other thing coming out this week is Vita or PlayStation TV. So now that I can play it on the big screen, maybe nice. I'll pick that back up. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it, that game is fucking fantastic. I it mean, is. that is that is seriously... I, I'm a huge RPG guy, and when I say that that's one of the best RPGs ever made, I, I fucking mean that. Yep, same here. All right, let's move on. Uh, Squiffy... V2 it says the Vault of Glass is a master class of difficult missions bordering on genius. Get your asses to Venus and have fun. <laughs> I can't find five other people to do it with. <laughs> I heard that they're I, rumored to be putting in matchmaking. If they do, then good, because I'm sure me and Dave and Jay could sit down and, and do something with other people. But cause hey, that's why, get, don't you, why don't you mention me? I, I, pl- I play that game almost every day. Well, uh, yeah, but I never, I never play with you. I never see you on. I'm always playing, you know, at night. Okay. Yeah. To be fair. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, me and Dave and Jay seem like the, that's the three, the two guys I play the most with, and. I mean, I'd love to try the Vault of Glass. I mean, hell, I do play a lot of Destiny. I do seem to play it every day. So, you know, it's just like that's something that I will never be able to obtain until they put matchmaking in it. What what level are you? Twenty six. Nice. I, I'm still at level twenty four. I just hit twenty six today. 
That game has been on my shelf for a month. (laughs) It's bad. You spend like, I spent how many hours getting up to level 20? And I swear to God, (laughs) 10 hours, 10 hours was just me trying to get from 25 to 26. You know, it's just, God, they they should have not did the level cap at 20. Yeah, it makes me wonder how they're going to do, like, if they do raise the level cap, what happens? More than likely, what they'll do is is they'll make legend, maybe not legendary items, but rare and legendary items more have more light, so that you can actually go up higher. But I don't know how this is gonna. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you already have this really weird system where you level up based on loot. Yeah, you're already kind of stuck. So, like, if they raise the level cap to thirty, what does that mean? Does that mean you just start leveling underneath the, the gear? You know, know, like, does your base level start to go up while the gear just continues to stack, or... I don't know. They seem to have backed themselves into a weird corner. I think that, that you would you'd still be... Even if you're, like, a level 30, I think uh, I think your light levels your light levels themselves will, re- will reset, but you will, uh, you will still be at level 20. I just, I mean, the level. Th- I've seen the level thirty characters running around. Hell, I played with one the other day. So, I mean, there are people out there that's level thirty. Yeah, that's, just, that's dedication right there, getting to level thirty. I mean, Dave, Dave's twenty seven. Yeah, Dave's twenty seven. He said he's already put in like forty nine hours. I just seems so. T- anyway, move on. Last tweet comes from Nivek. Do you think Microsoft will have the energy to go into the round of console wars in five years' time against the PS five? I think the real question is, is Sony going to have the money to go another round of console <laughs> wars in, you know, five years? Which it won't be five years, by the way. It will be at least eight. Yeah. It's, it's, they're not doing this five-year life cycle stuff. No. So, but I, I wonder if Sony will have the money. Cause you think are, so? Well, they're already having financial issues. Yeah. I mean, they've had the history of financial issues for Months, years, not. Yeah, they sold off their um, laptop services. Um, to, I think it's Le- 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 uh, the the Novo. Yeah. yeah, they sold that off. I mean, the only things that are kind of making them any kind of money is is uh, Sony Pictures and uh, PlayStation. But again, PlayStation is probably breaking even, not making that much for at least the first couple of years. And then you've got um, the electronics side of things, which is is where they're hemorrhaging the most money. Yeah, maybe they need to get out of the television business. Well, that would be a weird thing, though, wouldn't it? That well, they keep getting out of stuff. They then they start running out of revenue streams, and that's that becomes a problem. Mm. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how much money Sony has. It's like Nintendo and Microsoft, dude. They're always going to be able to do whatever they want. Well, it's because Sony's got their hand in too many fucking baskets. Of course, but they've got their hands in baskets that they didn't excel at. Like, in the early 80s, 90s, you know, they were doing Discman, and, you know, the Walkman was really popular, and they were doing really well on their TVs. Like, Sony was a great brand, but now, nowadays, we've got so many other companies kind of outdoing them. Yeah, I mean, Samsung, LG, and... Yeah, yeah. LG, Samsung, I mean, just a lot of these companies are doing things better. Vizio. Yeah, well, Vizio is not better, (laughs) it's just cheaper. It's cheaper, but... I, I will say this because my parents have a Vizio television. There is absolutely nothing wrong with a Vizio television. There's not until there is something wrong with it because their customer service is non-existent. Oh, well, yeah. 
So if your TV ever breaks, you might as well just go buy a new one. Cause Time you're, to go you're back not to gonna, Walmart. Yeah, you're not going to get it fixed. Like we bought a Vizio is one of those things. Like when our son's, you know, the, the living room TV that our son watches, when that died, we went and bought a Vizio because we don't care. Yeah. You know, but for me personally, in the bedroom and and my office, it's Samsung or nothing. You know what I mean? Well, see, my office has a Element, which was. They bought out Polaroid. I had a Polaroid television. I don't even know what the... You just... Yeah. yeah. And then it died, and I picked up another television uh, because it was still under warranty, and they said, oh, they don't make Polaroids anymore. (laughs) You're going to have to get an element. I was like, what the fuck's an element? Because I knew what a Polaroid is. I mean, hell, they make make cameras. That's the only... I didn't know they made TVs. Apparently, they did. That's crazy. And that's what I have now, and I'm looking right at it now. It's a... I think it's like a... 30-inch? Element? Element. Yeah, wow. 720p, only one uh, HDMI port. That's how they make them cheap. Uh, this thing's old, too. <laughs> anyway, I bet this thing since like 07. I expect the next console wars to start. It's probably going to start in five years when they announce a new Nintendo machine. <laughs> because they're not, yeah, the Wii U is not going to last as much uh, as I love it lately, it's not going to yeah. last. The Wii U will last until 2016. We're going to hear something about it in 2016. Yeah, we'll hear them start talking about it, and yeah. they're going to push. Then, they're going to push a big game onto that machine. Oh yeah, it's going to be like the next incarnation of Mario or something like that. Mario Galaxy Three or some bullshit. Yeah, I think that's coming. I wish it'd come to the Wii U because I'd love to play a new Mario Galaxy. Oh, 3D World is too good. But it's not... It doesn't feel like one of those Mario games, though. You know what I mean? No, it doesn't. It It's it's a weird in-between game, but it's super yeah. good. It's great. Yeah, I love it. I mean, I, 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 me personally, and this is just me, I know everybody out there thinks I'm crazy when I say it, Mario Sunshine, that's my favorite 3D Mario. And I'd love to see Mario Sunshine, too. Would be interesting to see. All right, let's wrap this up. Let's get it over with. We're already running late. Um, if you want to send us emails, send them to podcasts.dtgd.com. We will get back to those next week. We had a couple emails. We will look into those next week. Uh, if you want to follow us on the Twitter, it's at N4GPodcast. You can also follow us individually. John is at John WUK. Uh, Drew is at DML Fury. Uh, Jason is at Gambus Khan. Uh, you can also follow me in the site at ZTGD. Uh, also check out Phoenix Down. As Drew said, they're doing Resident Evil Remake. So that episode will be up hopefully on Friday. Uh, and you can follow them on Twitter at ZTGD Phoenix Down. Happy Halloween. Uh... And look for all of these reviews coming in the next week or two of all of these fucking games. And tons yep. of videos, too. we got a bunch of videos going up. Um I don't think there's anything that's not up except for your Costume Quest and the Borderlands video. Yeah, Costume Quest should be ready for you. And also, we've got a new video guy, so there'll be a lot of stuff on the site, video-wise. We're actually going to have a full walkthrough of the Evil Within in video form. Wa-bam. So, look for that, hopefully this week, which is pretty exciting. But I think that's it. Unless anybody has anything else. No. Nope. It's gaming season, bitches. Walking Dead back. I don't care.
You will when your wife makes you sit down and watch it. Uh, we still haven't watched Sons, and that's like six episodes in. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. And I'm going to have to suffer watching that show, because I hope it got better. It may get better, and I know that they're, 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 they're getting into some crazy stuff coming up. All right, but that's it. So, Mr. Khan, if you do think we can get out, I'm starving, man. All right. And the star of chicken goes something like this.